you diamond ring. Yeah. If that diamond ring don't sing, <laughs> Papa's gonna buy you a kick in the ass. Yeah, I'm kidding. Papa's gonna fucking get you married in India. <laughs> <laughs> if that diamond ring don't sing, Papa's gonna get you married in India. Yeah. It's gonna sell you off for to, a goat. To Baljeet Singh. <laughs> to Baljeet Singh. If that diamond ring don't S I N G H. That's um. That's uh. That's one of those great names. It's it's like Baljeet. Yeah. I like all all hardcore Punjabi names. Freak white people out a lot. Yeah. If you see if if they if Baljeet on the way, that means he's probably delivering food or um. It's the drunk uncle you don't want to see. <laughs> the drunk uncle you don't want to see. That is like uh the kind of thing you're gonna see on like Uber Eats. Baljeet is 1.5 kilometers yeah, away. Yeah, honestly, I've had. I'm not joking around. Like when I uh, when I ordered Uber Eats or something, yeah, it yeah. says Baljeet is five minutes away, and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, because you know, everyone, everyone knows like those, those <laughs> some, a lot of those drivers are going to be East Indian people. So well, I mean, it's it's hard to to come to Canada, yeah, and you know, pick up a a a, a job that is in line with your education. Mm-hmm. You're a doctor. You're a lawyer. You're something, mm-hmm. and you're not from here. Yeah. So you show up, and immediately it's like, nope, Gabby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. Uber Eats. I had a, uh, I had medical a weird degree? Oh, yeah. well, medical degree. Yeah. What? What? A school of international school of doctors and medicine? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Mumbai, it's whatever yeah. it's called. I, I've met people like that. Oh, and, yeah, dude. When we were in the hospital, when we were, when I was working there, mm-hmm. we'd have these guys that are called Constants, and mm-hmm. they're all they all were for Garda or something. Yeah. And all of them, like every single one of them, is yeah. like a PhD candidate mm-hmm. or a doctor or a lawyer or something. Like just Nigerian. Indian, Chinese, something. Yeah. And they're smarter than everybody else there. Mm-hmm. And then these nurses walk up to me and be like, you idiot, I told you to keep that door closed. That guy's crazy, you might get out. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah, you, know, you know, back in India, I, I, I would tell you what to do. <laughs> back in India, I was yeah. a nuclear physicist. Yeah. I got to deal with your dumb ass. Yeah, exactly. When I was in India, I told you to, you know, clean up dirty diapers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would own that broad. <laughs> or, that broad. or guy. <laughs> or guy, whatever it is. <laughs> hey, add back to the tag. Advex save. We're back on YouTube, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to like maybe uh, yeah or get the yeah, camera. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like yeah, give it a look. Give it a look at the camera. Mm-hmm. Is that good enough? Yeah, okay, all right. Um, I was talking to a lady today in in the lineup. Of the bank. Like, hey, good job, man. Yeah, hey, I didn't <laughs> say broad. Well, she was a lady. She was older. She was probably about I don't know, like sixty five something around that. Older lady in the bank. Uh, yeah. Super nice. I go inside and I just man, I just I see her coming, so I hold the door open for her. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where like you see somebody come to the door, so you figure, well, you should hold it because you know I'm not I'm a human, I'm not a monster, so I hold the door open for her. So, somewhat a heathen, but ah, uh, uh, pagan, heathen, heathen. Yeah. No, I was thinking, am I more of a heathen or a pagan? We're all pagans. Yeah, but you have a you have a heathenistic side to you. He- you know, actually, he- hedonistic or heathenistic? Heathenistic. Yeah, I'm a heathen. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I'm a recovering heathen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm better now. It's almost out. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost out. I, I don't mean, know where I was going with this, but yeah, continue. I'm having a heathenectomy yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> gonna go in right Just below the it, liver. Man. Cut it. <laughs> cut it right out. Yeah, but sorry, continue. I said, I sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm talking to her in the lineup of the bank, and she's just like super nice, and she's talking to another dude who comes in. And uh, she mentions that he looked really good at the frilly purse. He was holding a purse for his wife. So she's making small talk. She's being a fun, nice old lady. Right? Yeah. She wasn't old, old, but she was like acting a little bit older. Mm-hmm. But she was talking about, eventually the conversation comes to me. We start talking more. And she says like, you know, where else can you go but in the bank here in, in Mill Woods and be super multicultural? 
Yeah. She was like, everybody's just so multicultural. And she wasn't like being a jerk about it or being weird about it. Mm-hmm. She was like genuinely blown away by how I was like, there's like a, a brown guy over there and behind me is a white lady and I'm a white lady and the guy in front of you was a, had a turban on. The guy in front of him looked like he was Chinese. Yeah. I'm like, she's just like a happy-go-lucky lady. She's having a good time. That's good. So we're talking and it goes to like, uh, she makes like a little, she talks about like a proverb or a rhyme that's like red, green, yellow, blue. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us be really poo like something. She made some sort of a joke, like a like a like a hymn or whatever the hell she called it. Yeah, about how we're all the same, like a haiku. Yeah, like a haiku. <laughs> it was, I can't remember what it was, but it was cute. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just one of those like nice little moments. So I, I mentioned to her, I'm like, yeah, it wasn't like this when I grew up mm-hmm. in the in the eighties. You know, 80s, I mean, yeah. we didn't see it like this at all. To us, it was we were the minority. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, now I'm the minority. I'm like, up, oh, not yet, but you're getting there. You know, mm-hmm. 2042, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, but uh, you're getting there. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of those nice little interactions. Yeah. And uh, she starts talking more and more about um, how there are polite people out there. There's so many polite people out there right now. I'm mm-hmm. like, You're, you know what? She's absolutely right. The rest of the world, the, the regular world, full of polite people. Yeah. It's only really online. And it's only really like on Twitter oh, yeah. and like Facebook comments and mm-hmm. YouTube comments where we'll see you later, YouTube commenters. But um, it's really just there. If you mm-hmm. cut all that stuff out, if you tune it out, and you're just like a happy-go-lucky 65-year-old white lady going to the bank talking to a brown guy, you're probably going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Ignorance is bliss when it comes to that kind of stuff. Ignorance is bliss, man. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's just the thing. Like this week, I was just so full of people talking about like everything I read seemed to be something about wokeness or, you know, uh, call-out culture or just this like the new the new witch hunt, right? Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, speaking of witch hunts, mm-hmm. they, didn't get, uh, they didn't get Trump. They didn't get him. Mm-hmm. Acquitted. Yeah, acquitted. All we didn't see that coming. Everybody saw that coming. Yeah. I, I, Pelosi <laughs> didn't see it coming. It's like everything that the Democrats push the Senate, it always dies. Whether it's a bill <laughs> or uh, the impeachment, whatever it is, right? The, the the impeachment trial, everything goes to the Senate to die. You know, for a, for a group that's so anti-abortion, they do so, they kill a lot of Democratic babies in the Senate. Oh, I had a great joke there. I kind of garbled it up. Oh no, the uh, the Senate is where is where bills go to die. Oh yeah, yeah. For a group of people who are so anti-abortion, <laughs> they sure do kill a lot of babies mm-hmm. of the Democrats in the Senate. Hey, got it out. Mm-hmm. I'll edit that whole thing later they on. Don't wanna, yeah, they want to pass any of that shit. No, nah, man, they don't care about anything they got. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, like I said, I I don't follow anymore. I didn't. I didn't. You're out, homie. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I don't care anymore. Man, it, it doesn't. It, it, honestly, it it. it I'm not allowing it to affect me. I don't really care. It's not a lot, gonna... lo- yeah. A lot of people say like, "Oh, if, you know, the the trickle down is going to go to Canada." I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Like when I when I have to deal with it, I'll deal with it. But right now, it doesn't make my life any better or worse. So who cares? Almost the like the opposite happened. Right? Was it today or did I hear it right? Because I don't really know enough about it to comment on it uh, in depth. But didn't a court, a U.S. court, side with Canada on lumber issues in the U.S.? Yeah, that was just like today or yesterday or something. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, I think this all goes back to soft I think, lumber. I think, actually, you know what? I think on, on the lumber issue, I can I can show you the letter later. But I think uh, AG two was on that. Uh, he helped pass the. Uh, he did some of the accounting stuff on Get it. Get out of town. Yeah, I'll show you the letter. I'm not sure what it what it entails. I, I forgot what the letter said. But, Do uh, bad things to do good podcast. Yeah. AG two. AG two. The operator of that show. The yeah. showrunner. Showrunner. Creator. Yeah. Was on that board. Well, he is a he is in that world. Like yeah. legally, he yeah. works in a lot of a lot of that kind mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. business, right? Mm-hmm. Out in Victoria. That's pretty cool. I think yeah, on a provincial or even fe- yeah, I think on a federal level. So, oh no way, man! Yeah. Oh, he's a federale. I'm getting uh, I'm getting mono. Are getting mono sound? You you have mono? Uh, <laughs> I how wish just just see what it what it, what it would feel like. How about how about now? Yeah, now it's good. Yeah. You're good now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Um, because I rearranged a bunch of stuff for the audio, 
I wanted to make sure the audio there was good, so I gave us the shit connector over here. So every now and then, mm-hmm. you might hop into mono. Okay, that's fine. How was your week, buddy? Uh, it was good. Um, yeah. No, just, uh, yeah, just been working out. That's about it. That's good. Uh, just, today was pretty hard. Uh, 2,000 meter row. Oh, no way. On a, on one of those real machines they got at the Orange Theory. Then. Yeah, with, the, with, with the, the water. Yeah. Water resistance. And uh, Would you go to the pool into that? No. They have one at Orange Theory. At Orange Theory. Like that's the rows, all the rows they have are the, are the water resistant oh, ones. Oh, is it the big turbine thing with the water yeah, thing so, in it? Yeah. So yeah. you have to like, you, you warm up and you do your like your, your cardio. Yeah. Whatever it's, whatever it's like the bike or the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And you get off that and you're already tired. And they say that you go to the program and it's, it goes for 2,000 meters and, mm-hmm. it, and it counts backwards to zero. So you have to, you have to like. You better start rowing. Yeah, and, well, then, and then you move to the floor, and then you do move to the floor exercises. <laughs> so they're just trying to, to murder yeah, you. To, yeah, that's why having one of these. Like I just uh, replenish. I'm just trying to replenish. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good, man. You've been doing really well lately. I mean, you've kind of like reorganized all your diet and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't for wanna... anybody who hasn't been watching us on YouTube. Yeah, like I, I show. Yeah, because like I just um, I'm trying to do not intermittent fasting, but I want to make sure that I just go. Um, as soon as I get up, mm-hmm. that eight hours that um, of. Uh, I, I want to make sure that I eat. I, I do all my meals within that eight hours. Oh, as soon as you get up. Yeah. So, so you I, wake up and it's like breakfast and you're good to go. Yeah. So then I'll, I'll eat between like I'll eat between those uh, like in those hours, mm-hmm. big or small, and then uh, and then after the eight hours, um, like I just cut it. That's it. Yeah. And then like your last half of the day. Yeah. Before like, bed is nothing. Yeah. So, so let's say burning. if uh, let's say if I start at eight, mm-hmm. um, and then four o'clock is going to be like no real. Um, uh, I shouldn't say like, like if I if I just cut off it at four o'clock, right? So this it's eight to four, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna stop eating at four o'clock, right? I, like that's that's hardcore, like that's pretty hardcore inter- intermittent fasting, right? So like I'll still eat like you know, but I won't eat anything unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But I'll mostly drink liquids. Like I'll have like a, uh, I'll have, I'll have a like a cleansing shake. Yeah, 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 and then after eight, but the eight o'clock is where I cut it completely. That's, That's like, it. I don't have anything like not even liquids. And then from eight to eight, you're you're like in a, a you're, that's your general. That's my resting. Time? Yeah, that's my resting time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so that's I don't have bad. anything. Yeah, so you get a good twelve hours. Then. Well, yeah, I, I try to do it. That, I'm about, I want to say seventy five percent efficient <laughs> doing it. It's not easy. Yeah, I mean, I think um, for a few of us that really were able to nail it down was because it was the way we ate at work. Mm-hmm. Like we would wake up, go right to work, and then have your your day would start, and you wouldn't think about eating. Yeah, and then you know by the time that's like the bars and the reds and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The casinos, like you're always go 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 go. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of have to figure out when when is my downtime that I can eat, and that kind of end it ended up being intermittent fasting. Yeah, and I found because of that, I've got this like uh, like I said, Ghost always calls it a snake diet, mm-hmm. and it works really well for me now. Like, um, like lump sum and then just let it digest. Yeah, I mean, I I do like I've kind of got it down to that that window of eight hours now, but it's more about like I wake up, I do the uh, I do the no breakfast thing. I've, I've always been like a no breakfast guy. Yeah. Um, but then after like r- right around noonish is when I start having like I'll have a couple of eggs. I have a like I have, I'm a big vegetable guy. I like vegetables. Mm. So I'm eating a lot of broccoli. I'm eating a lot of celery. A lot of uh, carrots and um, uh, cucumbers. Just things that things that are generally gonna fill me up, taste good. And, and get me through the afternoon. Yeah. And then I come home and that's when I kind of start doing my, a little bit of like healthy snacking, hands full, a handful of nuts. Yeah. Some more vegetables, make a little platter of like protein and stuff. So if I have any meats or cheeses, uh, that goes in my system. And then dinner time is always a nice big dinner. Yeah. And that's uh, always around 7.30, 7, 7.30. Yeah. And this... <laughs> Unless it's Thursdays. 
Unless it's Thursdays. Yeah, we're doing this right now. So there's no way I'm eating right now. Exactly. Well, you'll probably eat around 10, 30, 11, right? Yeah, it's always going to yeah. get really late. And then I try to adjust my Friday yeah. accordingly. Mm-hmm. But again, it usually falls into that window anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I go 12, it's not so bad. But I try to stick that 16 hours. Is that, could you consider that kind of a cheat day where you're like, you know, everything, just in the sense of that, it's kind of like, that's where my, I have to re- like, just like, like just start from, like just re- start, start from, from the scratch. Beginning. The yeah. beginning, day one. Yeah. Yeah. Like t- tomorrow is technically day one. Yeah. So tomorrow will be the earliest I'll, I'll eat in that window. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Thursday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all the way to Thursday. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's it's true. It kind of happened that way, so it stays that way. Yeah, I made a conscious effort, like um, like I know you did around around Christmas time. I was like, ah, I'm getting kind of pudgy. Mm-hmm. I was 195, and yeah. I knew I got over that. Yeah, and it wasn't like my belts were tight or like I was feeling like weird or mm-hmm. or, sl- or I was feeling things were fitting funny. Yeah, I was physically feeling like a little sluggish. Yeah, and I, I think for me it was like, uh, um, I think the massive turnaround was uh. Just knowing how, um, after I worked out, mm-hmm. like um, how long, how long my, is my body going to be burning? Uh, uh, whatever I put into it after yeah. a workout, especially after Orange Theory, because I talked to the instructors and I said, "Okay, this, um, okay, what's the what's the recovering phase and like how uh, am I going to be burning until uh, like until how long?" Mm-hmm. And they told me everything. So based on that information, I was like, "You know what? Okay, what foods can I take yeah. that don't impede that process?" Yeah. And then, uh, well, you're hitting pretty scientifically. Yeah. So, like, so I just you. said, um, okay. So then I started reading up on stuff and I went online and I said, okay, you know, now, like, obviously everybody knows this, but it's not about what you eat, but when you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, especially when you incorporate exercise into yeah. it, right? And well, uh, that, that's if you're doing it the way you're doing it. Like, you're, you've got a good nutrition guideline from people who know they're doing. Yeah. And like, it, this is not, uh, and by no means am I smart about this. It's like, it's like anyone can get to ac- can access this knowledge. So, yeah. um, so it's yeah, available. It, it's available. It's yeah. just a matter of like, you know, like how, how hard do you want to st- stick to it? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think that's where i like, I said, you know what? It's not just a matter of like, you could eat healthy as all, all I want. Right. But of like, after exercising, yeah. uh, you know, what should I be eating? What should I be eating? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, within the next, like, not just like right after I work out, but like, you know, ne- in the next eight hours or until I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And when, and then, uh, when I started doing that more, I knew, I noticed that after I was, I was, I'd, I'd work out and have, I'd have like, you know, maybe one of these or something. Yeah. And then, uh, and then have a high protein meal afterwards. Right. Cause this is just a supplement, right? You have to eat a pro- high protein meal, right. With everything in it. Yeah. yeah. You can't just live on protein. You can't, just, you can't just drink that stuff all no. the time. Right. Cause then, but, uh, I found out that, um, uh, before I did that, I'd work out, and then my stomach would be kind of bloated mm-hmm. because I would have. And then, but afterwards, uh, um, when I when I tried to when I tuned everything, I noticed that like right after a workout, um, you know, I'd still be like, you know, my stomach would just be a little bit big. It's like I don't know why, because because all the water I was drinking, like could be, I, yeah, yeah, very likely. But then afterwards, about uh, three hours later, like right now, for example, after Orange Theory, um, slimmed down completely. Yeah, so it, it all just. Went away. All the water's gone out of your system, out of your belly. Anyway, go take a leak, and you're good to go. Yeah, and I, I think, um, uh, like you said, you don't have breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's, um, yeah, that's great if you can get away with it. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> I, I, not, it's case sensitive, right? It that's, is. That's yeah. not for everybody. It's not for yeah, exactly. Like my cousin doesn't do it either. Yeah, he, uh, and uh, I find that the first thing I do because one thing I have in the morning is I have this beside my bed. Oh yeah, you got it. Like first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. When I wake up, I grab that thing and I drink. Like I drink about half of that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta pound that water out. Yeah. Now, uh, the my breakfast technically is that um, lime juice, uh, Himalayan pink salt, and water. Yeah. So that's my breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I'll, it's every now and then if I've, if I've had that dinner earlier, mm-hmm. like around like maybe I don't know six o'clock or something like that. Yeah. Maybe in the morning I'll have a vegan. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. But usually. Like you said, it's that big thing of water because mm-hmm. you got to flush all that out. Yeah, you have to like, cause, yeah. and the thing is too that it helps. It helps make you more 
uh, more full, I guess, more satiated for lack of a better term, right? So like mm-hmm. you are, uh, you're like, you know what, okay, I have that water in my system now. Um, you can, you know, it'll make you more full. So then like when you, when you go to eat, you won't be like, okay, I'm starved. I haven't eaten in so long. Oh, that's long. what you mean. But like you, like, technically in the morning, if you wake up, do you I'm, feel I'm, like really hungry at that uh, point? No, I am I do feel I have to put something inside myself, but okay. I'm more thirsty than anything else. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. For me, I've never, I don't know. I, it's one of those weird things. Like I know people who get hangry. Mm-hmm. Who they if they don't eat like that baby feeding time schedule? Yeah, there there's no way intermittent fasting is going to work for them. These are oh, yeah. these are people who have to eat on a schedule. Mm-hmm. They eat five times a day. They eat the breakfast. They have the snack. They have the lunch. They have the snack. They have the dinner. And it's all spread out over over like an eighteen hour period. Yeah, I think th- those people. Okay, I think those people who are who do that, mm-hmm. they are. I think they're correct in doing it. But I think also I think I think I was a kind of a. I'm one of these people. I was kind of a. a like for, a hangry guy? Well, kind of afraid that if I was going to work out like on on little to nothing, mm-hmm. like I would if I went in with no like some people could work out without eating anything. Oh yeah. And so like, but I feel like if I went in there in there and did that, I would just uh, um, blood sugar would drop and I would just pass out. Oh, get out of town, huh? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Um, I have to have a full breakfast yeah. uh, um, before I go. So that's like. Um, like a heavy shake and stuff like that, and maybe like a one egg omelet or something like that with some water, and then I'd be, then I go for the gym. but not like a lumberjack breakfast. No, just not, something. Yeah, not like Denny's and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but like yeah. like that was for me. That's considered a big breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was like, um, I'm like, no, I like I don't need this stuff. I feel worse uh, after the workout because I'm like, while I was working out, I'm like, you could just feel this like just slushing going like like this. It's like being that, on, yeah, it's, I can't it's do like, it. It's like being on the high seas, and so <laughs> you're, you're so a I just I, yeah, exactly. So I just cut that out, and so like, I just have like. Like a, a smoothie in the morning that's about this size. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, like, I think we should really reiterate too. This is like, we're just two guys talking about what we do. We're not, this is not scientific. That is not the right answer for everybody. Yeah, it's not the right answer no. for everybody. This is by no means like a, like a scientific breakthrough or we haven't, we have, I mean, you have to an extent, you have people who help you organize your diet. But I mean, I just, I'm just a guy who reads a lot about what to eat, when to eat, and how to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not for everybody, right? I mean, this might not work for you. And there's probably somebody who's saying, that's bullshit. That won't ever work. I can't do that. And you shouldn't either. Look, whatever works for you works for you. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Like, we've uh, we've gone on and on and on about, like, how uh, uh, just our, our passion for just, like, just trying to, like, you know. Just be healthy. Yeah, just be healthy, all right? Right? It's, but, uh, like, by no means, like, are, like, am I in fantastic shape or anything like that? But, like, I think the the importance of like actually like of taking care of yourself at this age is yeah. like is is I, I i personally believe not everyone will agree with this but i think it's actually like it's in, it's fun to talk about oh i love talking about it yeah I, it's kind of become one of the two not one of the two biggest things but it, it might be the thing we talk about the most over here yeah and i think yeah exactly so the people who do intermittent fasting if they can if they can if they do that i think it's uh um I think it's I think it's great. I think it's awesome if, it if, works, you, if, if you're able to like uh, if you're able to stick to it. Yep. And hundred uh, percent. And you're happy you with the it. results. It's like if you can stick to it and, and like the results are like you and you see something like you see that change of like whether it's your dietary habits or like you know your physical uh, you know the way you look. Yeah. I that's awesome. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I, I, I wish I could do it. Yeah. It, it. Like I said, it is case sensitive. It's yeah. not for everybody. It's not going to work the same way for me that it does for everybody else. No. Um. I do find like for me my biggest my biggest thing to line up with the intermittent fasting was to make sure that I didn't eat processed uh, carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. I tried really hard. and I mean, I fell off the wagon a lot, mm-hmm. but I definitely have less um, sugar and I have less processed carbohydrates now and less simple carbohydrates now mm-hmm. than I did um, at the beginning or the end or even middle of December. Yeah. Um, now I'm trying to make sure I have a lot more potatoes, a lot more yams, taro. It's great for you. For men, 
Taro yeah. and yams are so good for you because mm-hmm. it keeps your testosterone in check. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there that I really incorporated that I did I wasn't doing mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Yeah. And um, that was it. And then I would add that into the IF. So mm-hmm. I still I read, like my cousin brought a cinnamon bun because she knows I like that stuff. Ah, whatever. So I'm eating cinnamon buns, but I'm trying to make sure I have it early enough in the day. Before I go work out, and I, I try not to eat so much that it's going to mm-hmm. affect my workout. Well, the thing is, you don't have that that often, right? One's, one is no, going to be like that's, it, it. that's a that's a that's a drop in the ocean. That's, that's a drop like, in the ocean. I'm not know. I'm not even a bread guy, so like mm-hmm. I don't eat bread all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, my lunch again has no like I, I don't do any. I used to eat PB and J's. I used to love peanut butter. Yeah, and I remember you told me. Yeah, it was every day. Yeah, I would eat a PBJ every single day mm-hmm. up until probably about a year ago, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you know what? No more, no more peanut butter jelly sandwiches." Mm-hmm. That was my lunch, and then I switched out the the jelly for the or the peanut butter for almond butter, mm-hmm. and now it's just a little thing. I take like a like a tablespoon and a bit of almond butter mm-hmm. with me when I go for lunch, yeah. and that's got a little banana. So I'll eat my banana, and I'll and sometimes I'll mush it all together like a baby. Oh man, I miss I miss bananas. Oh, bananas! Mm-hmm. You, you can you not eat them? You just are out of your diet. Too much sugar. Uh, too much sugar. Yeah, I too much sugar. My diet, diet. Yeah. Yeah. There's um one thing I might uh, try if I can get like a small, small like vial of it. Mm-hmm. I think I might just uh, I'm gonna try collagen and just see what see how it's like. I know a couple guys who are into that. Yeah. Yeah. They say it's uh, it's pretty beneficial. Yeah. It helps out quite a bit. Because yeah. there's, I mean, like natural uh, plant collagens and mm-hmm. stuff are so good for your system. Yeah. They're really good for you. Yeah. Remember that, pil- that pillow ethics thing? I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have, that's what I, I, I put that and just, uh, and chlorophyll and water and just in this. Yeah. And I drink half of that, like, uh, first thing in the morning. And after- afterwards, you're just like, okay, I'm kind of awake. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, take a shower. And then, actually, I take a, sh- uh, I, I eat something. And then I take a shower. And then after that, Hopefully everything is like digested properly, but like if you be, can huh? like if you can just drink li- like liquids in the morning, I find for me anyway, uh, it it totally works. But I think when you have smoothies, like don't put like things with high glycemic index in it. Like yeah. have- yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's because like fruits, like fructose is that crap. Like that you don't want to eat, mm-hmm. and it's in sugar. It's a fruit sugar, yeah, and it's in fruits, and too much of that is not a good thing. Like I, my grandfather, my grandfather was eating like a bag of oranges a day at one point. Mm-hmm. And in his mind, he's an older guy. He's in uh, in Las oranges Vegas. Oranges are so high in sugar. They're yeah. so high in sugar, and mm-hmm. his doctor's like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's your diet?" And he's like, "I eat vegetables. Like, I got a mainly vegetarian diet. I have some meats." He's like, "Well, are you eating bags of candy?" He's like, "No, meeting bags of oranges." It's like, well, there you go. There you go. And, but it was just one of those things where he didn't realize how much sugar he was ingesting. Yeah. And then you think about oranges and you're just like, it's a natural thing. It's like, tell me. It's like, it's almost like it's, it's one echelon like below like an apple. <laughs> as a hand fruit, is it even below it? Well, yeah, because it's it's harder to eat. Yeah, you gotta you gotta, you gotta really peel get it and stuff yeah. like that. Whereas yeah. an apple, you just have to wash it and then you and know, you're good to go. You're good to go. I would scrub it because you know there's all that wax on it. But like, uh, oh man, yeah, yeah. no. But uh, don't buy those red delicious apples. Yeah, I but I love those. Uh, I love green apples. Yeah. with the tart. And I, lo- and I love Honeycrisp apples. Uh, the Honeycrisp is a brilliant apple. Yeah, I love that apple. It's an underrated apple. Mm-hmm. If you get one that's like kind of on the pinkish side. But um, man, those pink lady apples, Crips pink. Yeah, those are great. They're ridiculous. Yeah. They're not great right now, but once like I don't know, like late summer hits, mm-hmm. they hit this point where I, that might be the season. But then who knows, right? Because they've they've engineered those things to sit in a freezer for mm-hmm. who are in a cooler mm-hmm. for a year and a half. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I'm just more. Um, I like those things more now because I have them less. Which is obviously, you know, you appreciate it more. You appreciate it more. It's like Bill Burr yeah, and the so, Guinness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just uh, you're just like you know what I I don't. You could eat what you want, obviously, right? But yeah. like, uh, 
you know, hit the elliptical or go outside. So. Just, you know, be active, right? I mean, yeah. there was that uh, that dude who did that. It was the only time I ever saw anybody do that whiteboard drawing thing mm-hmm. that made any sense because he wasn't trying to sell something, so he's getting right to the point. Yeah. But it was the guy who talked about a half an hour of intensive walking every day. If you're going to do nothing else, mm-hmm. if you don't like lifting weights, if you don't like going to the gym, if you're like a oh, well, I saw that. exercise that, that, that was a while ago though, right? That was a while ago, like yeah. five years the ago. The guy who just said, you know what, I want to lose this weight. He goes, yeah. I, I, I just... I just want to go for walks. That's it. Is that the guy who was giving away those, uh, uh, who did that, he was helping, helping the homeless as well by just buying, uh, uh, I, what was it? I don't know. No, no, no. That was a different was guy. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this guy dude. was like, he, no, no. I think this, this is the same guy who actually said, um, he saw the homeless people on streets. Mm-hmm. So he went in and he bought like, he went to McDonald's and he bought like, I think like a hundred burgers or something like that, Maybe. right? And yeah. he went to the street and he's like, "Hey man, you hungry?" And he started like he just started like, like pox. He just like whoosh, whoosh, like just throwing stars, yeah. burger pox, yeah, throwing stuff, meat, <laughs> little meat frisbees, yeah. So like, but that guy that said, "You know what? I just, I just want to go for because uh, I guess he didn't like the gym routine." Mm-hmm. And he's I like, "He's a doctor." Yeah, and he said, "You know what? I'm just gonna go for walks now." Yeah, that's yeah. all he's gonna do. Oh yeah, that, that doctor. Okay, if it's the doctor guy and who that is, yeah. that's a different guy than this guy. Okay, yeah, the yeah. guy I'm talking about is a doctor. Yeah, but the one guy, the other guy, did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. The guy, yeah. the guy I'm talking about was the only time I ever saw, and I'm fairly certain he's a physician. And um, he's the, it's the only time, and I think the reason it's the only time is he's the first one who really did it like that. Mm-hmm. That it was just the whiteboard and the hand, and he's just drawing. Yeah, and he's drawing about all the stuff. Like it's just a visual guide through why you should mm-hmm. be walking. Like why you should walk a an, a half an hour a day. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do nothing else, a half an hour of just like a good pace. You can't be just dilly dallying and and walking like. Yeah, like, like an old man, the hands behind no, your back. You have to be yeah, in a mall. It has to be a like a a like, brisk pace. A brisk pace. Yeah, yeah. you, gotta you have to be like brisk pace. like arms swinging and stuff like yep. that. Like my grandfather, I used to walk. Like he would walk like from. Yeah, you're saying he was a trooper. No, like the way he used to walk, he would just like, uh, um, uh, yeah, like rapid pace, like in his mm-hmm. prime. Like yeah, he would just go crazy. He's also a military man. Yeah, he probably I, understood the the balance of exercise. He's, I, you know what? He's probably marching instead of walking. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I mean, doubt it. very likely he was probably getting a good hard march on. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But um, yeah, man, like I was doing that, and then the um, I got caught into the cycle of the Doctor Oz and Mark Wahlberg. How oh, uh, Mark Wahlberg's like, I eat breakfast every day. Well, I don't know how you'd say it in the Boston accent. And Doctor Oz did that weird thing. He's like, I oh, don't need to eat breakfast. So breakfast is for losers. And then they had their whole little back and forth. Okay, I, I don't two know. different worlds. The thing is, like, yeah, their fitness goals are are are, are completely at odds with each other. Yes. So like, in, in exactly because Mark Wahlberg wants to be a tank. Yeah, he wants to he wants to be like super fit and yeah. like uh and and strong and yes. like big, right? But Doctor Oz is like wants you to wants to like lose weight and be like don't be obese, don't, don't be obese and like you know mm-hmm. like lose weight if you're if you're if you are too heavy. Yeah, those are two, yeah. So like. Well, one is concerned with cardiovascular health. Yeah. In ge- I would imagine Dr. Oz is a big concern because I'm pretty sure he was like like a general practitioner. I don't think he's like a... Or was he a neuroscientist, neurosurgeon? Because he always I, I delivers just, in the stuff. Like he's all think, internal I, I, medicine. I, I think he's internal medicine. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what he was. But he's had to, he's had to talk to Congress because of uh, being a... You know... Selling uh oh yeah he's a snake oil salesman to everybody yeah, yeah no, he's that's a- why when I saw that I was like I lost all respect for Doctor Oz yeah no he's absolutely a snake oil salesman yeah yeah hundred percent like him but he doesn't and, admit uh, that he's a snake oil salesman that's the that's the thing he practices like he's not no he totally is yeah anybody who who has like the kind of like connections to Pfizer I don't like Doctor Phil is not well regarded yeah that's right by yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. but at the same time like he is well regarded by a shit ton of really yeah. like high level high people level yeah who are rock solid in their resumes mm-hmm. like i mean the california like the children's what do they call it the children's advocacy groups in california and whatnot are mm-hmm. all behind that guy right mm-hmm. but every now and then he rolls somebody on from pfizer 
And then you're like, well, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's like who's you don't need, paying? Yeah, him? you don't need ratings that bad. You don't. Well, it's money. They're paying him, right? Yeah. So Pfizer's giving him a shit ton of money. Yeah, but that that's every everything is money. Everything's money. Yeah. But um, with the Dr. Oz thing, like, you know, you're right. Like, it's like, come on. Anybody who's got all that kind of crap they're selling on there, it's mm-hmm. a TV show in the middle of the day. Yeah. There's definitely you have to Yeah, dollars. you have to you have to get uh, viewers. Yeah. You have to do all these things, right? So, like, something, something if you're going to be on, uh, like, daytime TV, mm-hmm. uh, where most people don't, what most people don't watch, because everyone's, everyone should be at work, uh, you're going to be, you have to, like, you're going to be fighting for, like, a small slice of a small pie. Oh, exactly. So, uh, he'll do it, uh, he'll do whatever he can. And, like, and then he, the, he did one where he got caught with that Garcinia, whatever, that, that one pill that said that will guarantee you lose weight. And so he went in front oh, of... this is co- a while ago. Yeah, this yeah. a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah so the like, Congress yeah, so this okay. is, yeah, this is where I just totally, like, just dropped the ball on doc- on, doc- on whatever the fuck his name is. But uh, if you... Mimit Oz... <laughs> yeah, Doctor Oz. So, like, but if you, but if it, whatever, if you see some value in what he's, uh, what he's, what he's telling you, like intermittent fasting, that's cool, right? Look, at the end of the day, yeah, that's, he's that's, gonna try to look out for your general health. Yeah, like I don't think, he, yeah, he doesn't have bad intentions. Exactly. So, but uh, but the, for me, it's like I can't look past that when he was in front of exactly con- right. in front of Congress and saying like, you know what, I said this, and because uh, that is a. That is, I, I find that's a breach of like like the oath that you took to become a doctor. Hundred percent. Yeah. So like totally. Yeah. Is. He said like he, you said on your show this pill will uh, you can lose this if I take magic this pill. pill. And then he had to like verbally say verbatim say yeah. that you cannot lose weight with this pill alone. You you cannot you cannot lose it with a proper diet and exercise. Yeah. You're look the the end at the end of the day. Yeah. If Doctor Oz tells you a pill is going to make you skinny, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You can't just walk up and take the pill. It's like if somebody, if you're watching, guys love Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. Okay, let's just say he's like, weed's good for you. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, take it. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And then you go smoke weed and you have a psychotic break because you are susceptible to that. Yeah. People can be susceptible to a psychotic break and marijuana. It can happen. Yeah. And you go in bonkers, and then you go to your doctor or you go to a, you know you go to your lawyer and say, well, I want to sue Joe Rogan. Because he smokes weed all day long, and he said weed's good for you. It's like, look, look man, he's just a guy on on TV, yeah, he on didn't, YouTube. He didn't, he didn't invent weed. <laughs> he didn't invent weed. It's up to you as a person who's going to ingest something to yeah. do the research on what you're putting in your body. Yeah, like I, I would say if you took, if you exercised well and you ate a proper diet, mm-hmm. and maybe you took that pill, that, that medica- that, those uh, magic pills that he was talking about. Um, <laughs> the yeah, magic you, beans? Yeah, those magic beans or whatever. I would I would have no doubt that you, you would see some benefits. Absolutely. Abs- you know, whether- Effies and Xenogen. Yeah. Remember when everybody's on that shit? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Everybody's on Xenogen. There were people like, just you would tell, because somebody would burp or fart, and you'd be like, God, get out of here. Get mm-hmm. out of the building. Because that guy's clearly on Xenogen. Yeah, the, yeah, because yeah, like, even if it's a placebo effect, exactly, pe- people would take it like because it becomes part of their routine. Like you know, I exercise, eat this, um, eat that, and then I take my uh, that that pill, whatever, yeah. and then you they get into a routine. But it gets you gets you gets you into a healthy routine, right? It gets you into a healthy so, routine. So whether it's placebo or not, you know, that's up to everybody else to decide, right? So, but if you want to follow his advice, yeah, go ahead, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think he, there's malice in his heart when he's talking about no. things. So that's no, no. that's where I, that's where I will give him a break. That's where that's where exactly I'll give him a break. He is a dude on TV trying to make advertising dollars to get rich. Yeah. At this point, he, oh, yeah. he's no. probably got the best intentions, but every now and then he's going to try to sell something. You have to because that's his job. That's right? that's that's life well, on, he's, you uh, be on TV. Yeah, you, you got always evolving. Yeah. He's evolved into because uh, this is what I watch when I get home. I, I'm usually home by then, right, from work. Mm-hmm. So I get that two hour block of Doctor Oz and Doctor Phil. So while I'm uh, like editing or drawing or whatever I'm doing that shit's on the boob tube yeah the boob tube the boob tube and uh, I'm watching that kind of crap but he's transitioned into true crime now 
Dr. Oz is. And because I love true crime, like I'm, I'm watching that shit, like I'll delete all the stuff, like I'll put them on the uh, the DVR, mm-hmm. so I'll sit there and watch that shit. I'll watch it. He's, on, he's in true crime. Oh yeah, that's right, he so, is. After he, I, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh god. I so once he, he got that, that, I started taping it. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, he's doing all, like it's his whole uh, gimmick. He's terrible at it. He's awful. He's terrible at it. He's awful at interviewing people. Yeah. He's awful at getting the truth out of, of a situation mm-hmm. because I think he's just a normal dude. At the end of the day, like when you watch him talk to people, yeah, he's always you know blown what? away by yeah. what they're talking about. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty true. Yeah, he's just a normal dude who just wants to know more about it, mm-hmm. and he doesn't like he does not ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. He's clearly compassionate, but you'll you'll notice times like he'll forget. To uh, to say things, yeah, and he'll just like be staring at a story. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's just a normal guy who just who's, who's fascinated by it. But he had that uh, the friggin' Susan Smith thing happen. Mm-hmm. Remember the the lady who killed her kids? Yeah, yeah. So he had all that crap on. So he had the the guy because he hasn't been doing this for very long. I'm such a schmuck at this shit. Oh no, he has not. Yeah, no, no, it's not, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. But he had that uh, the dude the the original like the second jailer. Mm-hmm. The second, uh, like, head guard yeah. who screwed around with her. Mm-hmm. He fooled around with her. He didn't get her pregnant or anything, but he had sex with her yeah. in jail. And I was like, man, he's not asking the guy the questions. Like, are you a moron or a pervert? Yeah. Like, I mean, clearly, she's a baby killer. Mm-hmm. And you're the guy who was in power, in in jail as an authority figure. Yeah. And you just start screwing around with, like, yeah. the baby killer? Like, I mean, ask the question, Dr. Ross. Ask him, is he a moron? Or he's a pervert. I, the, the thing is, is that, you know, when you see, like, true crime stories, then it says, like, uh, true crime, whatever he wants to call it, right? By Dr. Yeah. Oz. Mm-hmm. It'd be like... Well, already you're like... You're like, already you're like, oh my <laughs> God. Crime. Yeah, like, why would I want to watch that? Like, hey, what's the best true crime story? Hey, man, I watch it. Yeah, what's the, best, what's the best true crime show on TV? Right now? Yeah. Oh, man, it's got to be something on that. I, I think Dayline's pretty good. I, I think Dayline's the best. And then he stabbed her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Because you know, you're supposed to yeah, you, blood. You, you could have called nine one one, but you didn't do that. Did but you? you didn't do that, did you? <laughs> you sat there and you watched her bleed you watched out. Her bleed out. <laughs> it's like God. He's really good. But I love that crap. I love all that stuff. So I get sucked in. Like uh, the second he started no, doing Dayline, Dayline is uh, Dayline's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Actually, shout out to Sandy. Uh, uh, that's Sandy's favorite show. Dateline. Really? He, yeah, he always wanted to be. A, he always wanted to be a detective. Get out of town. Oh yeah, he never got around he to. Lo- it. He loves that shit, man. More like more so than anyone I know. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, I mean, it's a low bar, but <laughs> at the same time, to, fun. I mean, that no, guy loves Chuck E. Cheese more like, than anybody I yeah, know. It's not going to be like a true detective, like yeah. every day, right? But like exactly, it, a lot of it is paperwork. A lot of it. It's a lot. <laughs> of I'm paperwork. assuming anyway. As a guy who did the PI thing for a little while, mm-hmm. it is. I mean, it was nowhere near what those guys do. It's, but like, it's, it's. I'm assuming it's a lot of like patience and sitting there. It's like, so boring. It's the reason. The reason I actually got is into it, like, it. Is it like being an extra on a movie set? You think? Oh man, no, they're <laughs> they're having a good time. For us, I mean, I would say 99 percent of what we did was just sit and wait, mm. and then the one percent. I'll tell you this: 98 percent is sit and wait. Yeah. One percent is taking the photos, and one percent is like pretending that you should be where you clearly should not be. Yeah, okay. Like, pretending you belong in a place where you clearly don't belong and pretending that you're not going to take a photo of somebody doing something when they said their back hurts and they're on EI yeah, <laughs> whatever exactly. it is. A lot of that kind of shit. Okay, let me ask you this then. If you were, uh, uh, would you, if you're going to be, let's say, if, let's say your calling was being a detective, okay? Like mm-hmm. probably best in your field, okay? I absolutely was yeah. going to go into law enforcement at one point. Okay, so let's say that, right? Would you want to be in a high crime area or in a low crime area? 
oh, I, but just the way my brain works, I'd want to be doing work all the time. Yeah. I'd want to be high crime. I'd, yeah. I'd want to be investigating things all the time. So I love the, I love the idea of figuring out like who did what, where, and when. Mm-hmm. The puzzle of like movement in, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in like a location. Yeah. Like I just really enjoy that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I always thought eventually it was going to end up being like that. And that was a lot of what we did. A lot of asking somebody a question about somebody else and pretending that you got to pay somebody something. Like I got some cash for them. Are they here or there? Just trying to get somebody to slip up and tell you where somebody is. Yeah. Find out like an address of somebody and mm-hmm. then sit in front of their house and wait. Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah. I kind of like. Uh, uh, so like, I did enjoy that part. Where would you, where would you want to work? Hypothetically speaking. You mean you- like location in the world or division within a department? Uh, location in the world. Man, and, honestly. Okay, honestly, location in the world and what division? Knowing what I know about um, about our own city, about Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this this place is beautiful. Edmonton's a gorgeous city, mm-hmm. but like all cities in the world's got its problems. Mm-hmm. And it's got enough to, I think, keep you occupied. And I bet you if you ask any cop who's doing the job here in town right now, they'll tell you that we, they've got more than enough on their plate. Mm-hmm. So dream location obviously somebody wants to be somewhere fancy right yeah we always think like los angeles that like the michael mann robbery homicide yeah i'm gonna go do robbery homicide in los angeles because like heat yeah it seems really fun right yeah so dream location maybe yeah but realistically i think you got your hands full in your own city yeah i could see that yeah and doing that kind of like you know robbery or a homicide type Mm -hmm. type gig yeah would be pretty i think you'd have your hands full right here that's true because like our guys man i know a couple of those guys and um like they're always it's a high stress job and it's a high they might not openly admit it because like you know everybody's kind of quiet about it but there's a lot of ptsd there's a lot of shit that you're going to see that you probably did not want to see um there's a lot of photographs are going to go over they're going to just break your brain yep so uh shout out to those guys who do it it's it's a really tough gig it's a really tough gig yeah oh can can i do a shout out you can do a shout out Uh, this is to uh oh my god friend of the show vicky he runs his uh he has uh he's manager of a Lucid Cannabis. Lucid Cannabis. Nice. Do That's not, a great logo. Yeah, do not go to uh, Aurora or any of those places. Or go to Lucid Cannabis. Go to Lucid, can- Lucid Cannabis. Where's my money, Lucid? Yeah. You should ask, that, that should be your question. You I'm going to be... Where's my free weed, man? Oh, trust me. I'm going I'm to... You're mess- probably already getting it. I'm probably going to... I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna get it next time I talk to him. Vicky's a solid guy. Yeah, yeah. Vicky's awesome. Little yeah. brother. He's, he's great. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's great. That that could be like. Her I'll, first I'll, I'll real... get you a t-shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally wear one of those mm-hmm. t-shirts if he has one. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he's going, he's, he's, I'm pretty sure he has one. But yeah, he's uh, um, uh, yeah. I went to uh, one of his stores in uh in Spruce Grove, and right uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah, they're 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 great. They're just um, yeah, when you go in there, it's like uh everything is like state-of-the-art that's pretty rad man yeah, so i mean uh, they those guys are doing all right right now so they aurora, better they yeah. better keep their shit together <laughs> actually uh, aurora is cutting back like crazy i just i read an article online today just before i came here and uh well they kind of they kind of blew up like the the second they showed up they're like it's gonna we're fucking gonna live forever well that's, that's the problem because like when when it was first legalized yeah um there was a problem with uh uh supply mm-hmm. there was none now hold on we are saying this knowing jack shit about Aurora and the way they work. Um, They're a local business. No, no, support your local business. I, I do know how they work. <laughs> I, I, no I, I applied there. Oh, did you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, to do uh, to be, be in charge of uh, occupational health, and uh, there was a. Um, so what they did is that since there was low, there was uh, very little supply. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot. A lot of the. Um, uh, a lot of the stores did not have any. Like there, you see lineups, and people would just be like, you know what? There's no. Uh, no one has anything. There's no goods. So, so Aurora went like, okay, fine. So then you just. Uh, 
they just rammed the industry like uh like you saw outside of edmonton there's that big huge fucking uh <laughs> you really sold it yeah the, yeah the one by the airport yeah it's like a marijuana gigafactory you can't you can't go to the airport anymore without getting high yeah yeah with, yeah without getting secondary like uh like a like a thc <laughs> what's the difference between like what do they call it? contact highs when you touch it this yeah. is like a smog high yeah exactly you go to the airport you're stoned yeah how do you explain that smell to your parents? <laughs> they're driving well, you to the airport. You take your parents to the airport. Yeah, and be like, "Hey, this is what it is." That's weed, mom. Yeah. So like, uh, so what they did is that they 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 scaled up so high, mm-hmm. and now that the demand is exceeding, uh, now that the uh, supply is exceeding demand, yeah, um, they've uh, they plateaued. So what they're doing now is they're cutting back uh, positions, and uh, because they want to, because this is this th- this right now is not profitable. So no, they, no, no, no. You want to? They need to bring it down. You got to bring it down. Yeah, like, so it's like the oil boom, right? Yeah, exactly. So they have, yeah. they do have to scale down. So you that, can't be that, paying people. That's what they're. Um, that's in, they're in the process of doing right now. That's um. I mean, that's unsurprising. There, there is. There's got to be. I would imagine, like weed becomes marijuana. Weed, marijuana becomes it's legal. Weed. It's a weed. Marijuana yeah. becomes legal, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you realize that well, we're allowed to grow. What is it like three plants? Like you're allowed to have three so, or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. So you can grow your three plants. Mm-hmm. So you go and you finally decide if you haven't done it already or you you know, you haven't been doing it illegally, yeah. you're gonna grow your three plants. Mm-hmm. But you don't get it right away. It no. takes a little while for that shit to grow. And you yeah. gotta cultivate it. And then you gotta go buy some. So obviously there's gonna be a little bit of a spike in, in interest in purchasing illegally. Oh yeah, they, they, um, this is this should not this should not surprise anybody. It shouldn't because like you know like when you introduce something that everybody loves, mm-hmm. but th- which was illegal, and now you now you legalize it, but like people were getting it illegally through their oh, dealers, yeah. and then uh, and then you you misjudge the government misjudges how many people do it, uh, and then like uh, so obviously something was gonna there's gonna be like. Uh, a spike and a crash. Something's got to give. So yeah, like that's that's. But this is, no one should be surprised by this. No, I mean I think like everything that's been illegal and then legal is like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you know everybody <laughs> like uh, prohibition, right? Prohibition is one of those things. Like we saw the we grew up Untouchables. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you see they're like smashing the greatest movie ever. Yeah. yeah. This is great. They're going to Canada. They're moving the liquor. Yeah. But like they never show you afterwards. They're like you know this is stupid, right? Like we're we're busting people for not drinking alcohol. Yeah. Well, I make it legal. It goes legal, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's crazy!" And all yeah, of a sudden, exactly. it's like, "Oh, it's normal." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this I know. Is super I, normal. I know. I, th- I think the the uh, the the whole like the whole thing about how the, how marijuana became like you know it's fr- from its infancy to like how what it is now. Yeah, the story behind it is not very glamorous. It's not glamorous, and I think the culture of of weed is like very like kind of juvenile. But, oh, uh, super juvenile. Yeah. So, but. Uh, the the importance put onto it by groups of people who are advocates of it. Yeah, the the flag bearers of it, yeah. right? So they were the uh, you know like they're they're people you just probably do not want to hang out with. <laughs> no, no, really. And look, there's nothing wrong with marijuana. No, there's nothing wrong. Go with Go nuts, smoke it. Yeah, but like, you but know, the people who are really fighting for it. Yeah, they're the ones who are on the like the only thing to, they can bring to their they they bring is like some like really bad movies and like uh and cover of high times. Yeah. So right. like. There's yeah. no glamour behind trying to no, like, it's fight not. for. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of a fun thing, right? But like the the whole backstory about uh, uh, of alcohol and prohibition and mm-hmm. and how it became legal and what what they had to go through to get to get alcohol. Yeah, like you can tie in uh, NASCAR with it. Oh yeah, like there's a whole history behind oh, it. Like, like people don't realize the bootleggers. The bootleg. Like, the yeah. reason NASCAR is big in the South. Yeah. Is and, and how it was created. Yeah. yeah, how it was created. It was because of bootlegging. My car is faster than your car. I'll get that booze there faster than you. Exactly. It's like, well, I'll race you. Yeah, and then when, yeah, and then when, it, when it became legal, like hey, we have these fast cars. Let's create this track and let's start racing. Let's start racing. And uh, and they, all the rules led to like. Uh, it's not the New York 500. No, it's not the Winnipeg 500. Is the Daytona 500 mm-hmm. in Southern United States because they had bootleggers. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and they're. 
Um, if you haven't, if you don't know the story, go research it. It's fucking unreal. It's pretty great, man. I mean, there's a lot of good movies about it too. Like, uh, like you said, that the research is great behind finding out like where what bootlegging and bootlegging technology became. Mm-hmm. Um, Dukes of Hazard. They were bootleggers. Yeah. Right. Their whole history is bootleggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawless. Great movie about bootlegging. Yeah. Underrated movie. Oh about yeah. Top Gear did an episode of it too. They did a road trip to in, in uh in. That's right. In uh in the United States and North Carolina. Yeah. And the guys like who were fixing his car, they told him the whole story. They uh, didn't they destroy a car during that one, right? No, we're saying, uh, they blew an engine during that one. Well, uh, well every James had, okay, Richard Hammond had a Porsche 911 GT3 RS and uh, James May had a Ferrari 458, 458 Italia. Mm-hmm. And then well, I'm Jer- thinking of a different episode. Yeah, and then uh, Jeremy Clark had a Mercedes-Benz uh uh the Gullwing door uh uh, oh, like the SLK, the, the SLS, yeah. SLS. And so they were driving that. They were driving it in a on a track. And then Jeremy was like, "They're like Jeremy James May was like, he goes, this guy's an idiot. He's like, he's just gonna burn his tires. He's gonna blow his tires because like the car does not, like, it just drifts and doesn't corner well, <laughs> no. right? So he blew his tires. But they find out that they didn't have tires available for that car. Hmm. So Richard Hammond and James May, they just took off. They're like, oh, f-, like they're, they're like, this guy. They're like, fuck this guy. And then uh, so he sat there. He had to wait until like his car got uh, his tires got fixed. Get so he had to go from town. like and the mayor of that town. Said like, yeah, you guys can use the track. He goes, and he called in the favor to uh, the, the the tire companies and yeah. he's, the tire shops. He's like, yeah, you know what? He goes, I want you to open up the shop. I know it's closed. He goes, I want you to open. And then Jimmy Clarkson's like, can you imagine Boris Johnson doing this for us? Oh never. yeah, never, never, not in a million years. Yeah, and so he went there, and the guy told the whole story about like how, uh, like how about bootleg, birth and stuff. of bootlegging. Yeah, and then Richard Hammond did a, sp- a special on NASCAR in one of the Top Gear episodes. Yeah, and he talked about how how it like uh, from its infancy, and then he was actually at a NASCAR race, and as a tire. Uh, as the tire delivery guy god that show was so good it's crazy yeah that show that show had so yeah but it's like th- that stuff that they're like you know if you're if you're offended by that stuff eh. um i'm like you know what just who cares just let Look, it go man, like everybody's got weird ass racist members of their own family whether you're white black brown green pink chinese indian Whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. Racism exists everywhere and yeah. casual racism ex- exists everywhere. And there are places where you gotta point it out. Mm-hmm. There are places where you gotta let you get just let Jeremy slide. Yeah. Just watch Jeremy doesn't pay doing. your bills, so don't worry. He doesn't about pay it. your bills, but mm-hmm. he entertains his shit out of you. Exactly. I don't know, yeah, I just thought it was a... Uh, um but yeah, there was a, a lot of good content. Yeah, just a, yeah, just a very, very interesting story. I just love it. Man, I go what's that? Also I was gonna say like and on top of that, um did you watch um I'm not sure I brought this up in an in a earlier podcast, but do you ever watch F1, Drive to Survive, on on Netflix? Uh, we brought it up on the show previous, mm-hmm. I think last episode or the one before that. I didn't get around to it yet, though. I think it was, yeah, one of the, it was either the last one or the one before. Yeah. Okay, so if you Just have, before we came back to YouTube. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, and for those of you on YouTube who haven't seen it, go binge it. Yeah, you really enjoyed this one. I okay. mean, now, you are a big racing fan. I am. I Was it... Was watching this show... Like, is it contingent on knowing a lot about racing? Or no. It's got, it doesn't, right? No. You, okay. All you have to know is uh, Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel, they they race uh, for Mercedes and Ferrari. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're the two top teams, okay? And the rest of the teams, the the, the last of season one focuses on the rest of the teams, okay? And the drivers and the, the team managers and the owners I and stuff I do love there. that kind of shit, though. Okay, so it's behind the scenes. And the, 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 sh- the, the footage of the racing is mm-hmm. crazy. State of the art. Like, it's, it's such a great show to watch. And... Season two begins next week or the week after that. Oh, so it's coming up pretty quick, and it covers oh, the 2019 season. Really? Yeah, man, I will give that a go. I, I just, I really like that. I think that's the reason the, a lot of these shows that might not 
have gigantic fan bases do well is because now you you shoot them so well. They're shot so well. Yeah, that's true. Even like Daniel Ricardo was on the Daily Show uh, two days ago mm-hmm. or a couple of days ago, um, and even he was talking about like because uh, because Jeremy Noah was like, "Hey, for all those of you who have don't know about Formula One, he's like he was explaining to him. He's like, you guys have to start watching this yeah. sport." And Daniel Ricardo was like, he's like the kind of like the friendly guy in Formula One. He's a guy who always smiles and he's like happy go lucky. Yeah, he's happy go lucky, but he's one of the best drivers. Like if you gave this guy Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes Benz. He'd win everything. Get out of town. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I will definitely get into it. I really, um, I was never a huge, huge F1 guy. Mm-hmm. And then um, those two, the two F1 movies came out. Yeah. Was Driven was one of them. Yeah, Driven was one of them. But that, then, that focused on like more of the relationship between like uh, yeah. uh, Nicky Lauda and... Uh, uh, no, and no, I mean I, the Stallone Driven. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking... Yeah. The, the, the one with um, Thor and... Uh, what's his name? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Baron Zemo. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. That, that one is phenomenal. Yeah, so that focuses on like because their relationship in the 60s and 70s. I think in the 70s. Yeah, more in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, late 70s, maybe early 80s. Um, but uh, if you want to get into Formula One, just a, a, an entertaining way, just a short little like that, of like not having to like uh, uh, do a lot of research, mm-hmm. but do, watch it in an entertaining way, watch that series. F1's pretty great. Huh? F1's unbelievable. I'll give it a look. Yeah. I, uh, I really started getting more and more into it after I watched Senna. Senna was it was like one of the first real racing documentaries on Netflix oh, yeah. when I got it. There's footage it was, of Senna. It was incredible. There's footage of Senna in that uh, series. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give it a look. I because I really kind of got sucked into the because there was a lot of like um personal like torment a lot of these guys go through. Like I mean, oh yeah, it, it, there's not a lot it, yeah. of sports that have the mental game like racing. No, because like the thing you're is, gonna die. Yeah, because like you, when you because <laughs> like it's it's weird when you're like you're driving at two hundred like over two hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And your you someone hits you and your car flies in the air you yeah. smash into something, like for the regular person you get into an accident. Let's say you get a head-on collision, right? Um, you sir, you know, like it shakes you, right? But sometimes it can people, freak you out. Some people can like it takes them months to like you know just to get like unshaken from it. Gotta get back on the horse. Yeah. So, but like these guys are like they get up, they laugh it off. They're like, oh, on to the next race. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like you have to have some real mental fortitude. Yeah. To be an F one driver or a Daytona driver, like NASCAR, CASCAR, yeah, whatever ha- it is. Yeah, you have to have like just like a quick, quick reflexes, and they show how oh. they train for that. It's, uh, it's an awesome, awesome oh, show. It's one. It's, it's the best show I've seen on Netflix. It's my favorite. Anyway. Really, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely give it a look because mm-hmm. I mean you're you're very rarely off on your your Netflix recommendations. Uh well, yeah, that one I think you'll enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's rated R. It's like there's swearing in it and everything, man. Well, it's gonna have to be. Yeah, like you, I mean, you can't you can't make that a PG. Yeah, or a G style movie. I mean, it's gonna be or, or series. It's gonna be oh, a yeah. lot of like uh, expletives being thrown around. Oh yeah. Who was who was the the driver that they were? T- I don't think it was. It's not like Jeff Gordon or somebody, or maybe it was Jeff Gordon. Um, again, not F one, right? But it was somebody. I felt like it was F one, and they're talking about his training session, mm-hmm. and it was like, um, like it was like him and GSP. They have the same kind of like mind, like that mental training style they do, where they're like their reflex, they're doing the reflexology stuff, and they're doing like the the body movement stuff okay. because they have to be like so. Jeff Cord, I think he's he's in, he's either Indy or he's uh or he's NASCAR. No, he's NASCAR. He's NASCAR. Yeah. But I like I'm saying, I think it might have been Jeff Gordon, but I felt like it was an F one driver. Okay, the reason why I think the NASCAR uh, would be. Um, the difficulty of NASCAR is because, okay, first of all, there's no brake on the yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you are flooring you're, you're it. You are flooring, flooring it the all time. the time. Okay, so and the only way to pass, whether it's an F1 or or in NASCAR, is either like, especially in Formula One, is to like, when there's a guy in front of you, you have to catch up to him, oh, and yeah. th- and then you have to get behind him so that you uh, you don't get the air pressure. Yeah. So you you draft behind him, 
Hey, when, when you're coming to a turn... Okay, so people who don't know. Yeah. Dra- it's like geese. Yeah, like, explain, exactly. Explain the idea of drafting. Yeah, so drafting just means like when a car's in front of you and you catch, you want to catch up to it, you want to be... Uh, they want them to be to take, to, to take all the air pressure that's going... Yeah. like So like the wind resistance, you go behind them so there's no resi- wind resistance uh, uh, in front of you. It's only mm-hmm. it's the car in front of you that's taking it. So they're going to be... Go- so you're going to be able to catch up to them and by the time you catch up to them, when a turn comes, uh, you're going to be going faster than they are. So when, when that happens... You can uh you can turn to the right or to the left to pay on what the turn is yeah and you can take advantage of that like Talladega Knights did a, that's what that's what their style that's what their their whole thing was shake and bake yeah it's actually yeah. it's actually pretty like surprisingly well put together explanation that's, exactly what they, that's like literally what it is if you yeah. watch that and if you watch Days of Thunder yeah you'll probably have a pretty good idea of how it works exactly yeah yeah you'll get because they both explain it in their own way mm-hmm. and one is kind of jokey but it's true and exactly. one is kind of like serious but it's fake yeah so if you watch them both you'll get a good idea what's happening and then just watch a YouTube video oh yeah yeah exactly so like the what is drafting what is drafting yeah so like that's how they they overtake each other but uh in in NASCAR they are drafting Pretty much, from what I they're back about eighty percent of the time they're just yeah, behind it's someone, a lot. and they are literally like centimeters away from the car. Yeah, and uh, rubbing is racing. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So rubbing is racing. So they can, they'll hit the guy and be like, you know what, force force a person to make a to make a move or mm-hmm. a mistake, and after that, uh, that's when the excitement hit, kicks in. Oh yeah, I mean there's yeah. a, it's it is like a. a ballistic marathon like you're watching that and people who think it's boring just don't understand it mm-hmm. but there's just like there's something about the mental fortitude of racers like mm-hmm. they're just they're built differently than most other athletes yeah they're it's it's, it's like along with f1 uh nascar it's, it's a circus you just yep. like you go you set up this big huge thing people are just going nuts oh, yeah. like nascar is just like you just see barbecues everywhere and people eating red meat and just whatever right it's great and then uh they just pick it up and they move it to the next location and then, then they just oh, keep yeah. going yeah Man, I there's there's like the community and the com. I guess I never into tailgating or football, all that kind of crap. I love that shit. But um, I wish I did more of it. Yeah, but like when you watch it with racing and NASCAR and certain communities that like they travel, like sp- certain sports teams, mm-hmm. or even the the fucking groupies and the buses that go to like the deadheads. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Burning Man, the the, the concert hunters. Yeah, the the festival hunters. Right. Mm-hmm. There is a a weird camaraderie community feel to it. They're just like, man, I really want to be a part of those yeah, weirdos. I, I know because like usually like when you're uh, when you're not involved in that kind of stuff, like you see it from a distance, you're like, yeah. I would never like those guys are acting like you judge them. whatever, right? Yeah. You judge them, right? Like we all we all have those moments where oh, we judge sure. people. We judge people on no with no I judge people all day long whatsoever, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been I'm probably the biggest. Like I'm, I'm, I, I've done it more than I think more people, more than people I know. You're a dick backside attack. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, but when you're there, you take it. Adva- you should take advantage of it. He's like, oh, you know yeah, what? Like, how, sure. like these people are cool because, like, how many times have you met a stranger, and uh, or we're like at something that you're at, and then they're like, they end up being the coolest people because you have that thing in common. You have that thing in common. Yeah. You're like your inhibitions are a little bit looser because maybe you've been drinking, maybe you've been hanging around with, with, with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. You've been hanging around these people, and your brain is just open. Yeah, and like it's you're all just. You're all just there having I the know, same I want, fun. I know. That's the reason I want to go to. I want to go to South by Southwest. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of fun. Um, weirdly enough, like uh, your shirt kind of reminded me of it too. In this conversation we're having here about like joining a community, uh, I've been playing The Witcher. I know I talked a lot of shit about The Witcher. Oh yeah, I like talked it? a lot of shit about The Witcher. Uh huh. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Huh? I'm like seventy hours in. I'm. I haven't even hit like a quarter way through the main mission yeah i'm just killing monsters and having fun did you what and you watched that that when conan uh reviewed that game right i did i did oh my god i did it was um i'm doing none of that yeah. <laughs> like i'm not doing any of the like the sexy time missions why well, i am because they're part of the game mm-hmm. but like i'm not really out there for that for me it's all about just like there is 
Like if you did, if you just do that, you're gonna have three missions. There is so much content in that yeah. game. It is like friggin' open world, massive content. But when you're around the countryside, running around doing your own little thing. You're not talking to anybody. You're killing a bunch of wolves, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But the second you get back into a city, you kind of like you get a weird feeling as you're playing it. Like, oh, the city. Oh, mm. the smells of the city. The smells of the city. And huh. I got that weird it smells like, like lilac and gooseberries. Lilac and gooseberries. <laughs> no, nah, I hate that broad. I don't know who she is. I haven't met her yet. Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. But when she rolls up, I'm gonna see if I can like hit her with a sword, like an actual steel blade. Well, there are 25 endings to the not game. His dick. So hopefully, like one of them is a. Oh, is it a bad ending? Where, like, I'm, I'm already annoyed by her. Or like, you're, I mean, where you're just like you're grieving over her death that you that you caused. She seems like a real like piece of work. Like the other one there, the the Triss, mm-hmm. uh, whatever her name is, Triss Goldenface. Um, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the the ginger. Yeah, like she seems like a cool chick. Like she's a she's got her own little band of mages. Mm-hmm. She's trying to keep them all safe, and she's like a leader. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, she's like a like a governor. Like I can get behind this character. This character's cool. The other one is just kind of like always acting like she's top dog. She's a tease. She's a, not even a tease. She's kind of like. But she, she, but you know, she's the prize at the end of the game. Nah, not for me, man. Yeah. Not for me. If but I can you, get rid of her, have I'm you had, push her off a cliff? Have, have you eaten a sandwich and had some apple juice and fought the water hag? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had the sandwiches. I, I amazingly, I was reading because I was having trouble with a couple characters fighting them. So mm-hmm. I was going online and trying to find out. This is all going back in a, in a minute. I was trying to go to um, some guides to see like were there ways to to kind of like get the upper hand. Yeah. Because I mean I'm playing it on the base level. I think I'm like a level 20. I'm a level 20 uh, melee build. Mm-hmm. And I'm fighting guys who are like 35s. Mm-hmm. Like they're just going to walk up and slaughter you. And the dude on, on, the, on the, the Reddit there is like just get drunk. Uh-huh. Just get drunk man. Get yeah. Geralt. witcher and you're having trouble playing it um just get wasted just get wasted man ah, okay. he moves around better the screen's a little bit wobbly but like every hit lands your health never goes down it's incredible is he swinging wildly like just like a, no. like a real drunk idiot, no because or? like you can still see what's going on, on the screen oh, okay so you're not really lost you can still see the action happen but um the character just like all of a sudden his vitality's up his stamina's up is uh is it his power levels never kind of like waver? Mm-hmm. So like you can just, you can roll around and your your shit's still moving around the screen. He's just he's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. When you're when your character is drunk, he's unstoppable. Oh, okay. it's ridiculous. Yeah, but going. I've back, never tried that. Yeah, I never tried. Yeah, it. going back to it, I was uh like I got nostalgic for like like going on the road, like being in in Bangkok or being in India. Mm-hmm. There are moments where like you're in the city and like you'll hear the music and the people and everybody's talking to you. Yeah, and I get camaraderie. I get that like the the feels for the camaraderie. Oh, that's cool. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So, uh, in in the same vein of when we oh, okay travel around exactly. with freak, with traveling freak shows. Yeah. Well, um, just but next one uh, on your list should be Hellblade. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I've been uh I've been thinking about that game a lot because like there are certain times in this when you just. You are kind of fighting like teams of bandits, mm-hmm. twenty or thirty guys, and he's just the butcher of Levigan. Yeah, exactly. He's just murdering people. I keep thinking about Hellblade. Yeah, Hellblade's like so a, is like she's yeah. Senya was like uh, she's having like like she's psychologically breaking down, but she still has to fight. Straight up murder. So she, she's uh, yeah, she's one of the best female protagonists I've seen in a video game. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, she's up um, there with Samus. Yeah. Samus number one, right? I yeah. mean, could there be? Is there another? female protagonist in the game as rad as Samus? Yeah, there's gotta be. Remember um, when you found out Samus was a chick? Yeah. Like, I mean, when you're a little kid, like, Samus is a girl? Mm-hmm. What? I loved it. I feel you know betrayed, why? You know, but you, she's so cool. Actually, you know what? You know what? I loved it because the game reminded me so much of Alien. 
Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I mean, really. It's, it's, it takes everything from Alien. It ta- yeah, yeah. yeah, it takes everything from Alien. Yeah. Uh, Metroid and R-Type mm-hmm. take everything from Alien. Yeah. Even the, the design. Oh, man, R-Type is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm trying to think of another female protagonist in a video game. Um, uh, There's Bayonetta, but, you know, that's oh, just Oh, yeah, Bayonetta is another one. That's good. Yeah, Bayonetta, is, it's, a fun, it's a fun play. Mm-hmm. It is definitely not a game that you play with, you know, like children around yeah it's a straight up tits and ass but like it's a fun game to play yeah um heavenly sword was another one heavenly sword yeah, yeah that's, that's good. another really really good uh female lead in that one man i'm trying to i'm trying to think were there any that like i recently played that was just really like that i was it like last of us last of last us last of us that's like another a, one yeah that's a two, good one like you're, yeah. you're both right yeah i never if really not, got into yeah, it if not if not one of the best i think i played last of us i did expecting like a lot because mm-hmm. everyone was like drooling over this game so i just tried it at a friend's house, I couldn't believe how good it was. Really? Yeah, I liked it. I uh, I was playing it, and I kept waiting for it to get better. And I was in the the sewers, and those little yeah, you know, Stranger Things monsters running around. Mm-hmm. Never got into it. You think, I think you have to, yeah, that, that game is like one of them. Like you have to be in the right mood to play it. Here's I think what the problem for me with Last of Us was. Mm-hmm. I had just played Enslaved, and Enslaved felt I never played that. Oh God, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a straight up platformer. Mm-hmm. It, it's a platformer that makes you think it's an open world, but it's not. Oh, okay. So everything like once you get the the gameplay mechanics down, mm-hmm. at first they feel super clunky, mm-hmm. but then you realize that it's it's Mario Brothers. Like everything kind of plays like you can't you can't access certain areas unless they like you know certain items mm-hmm. to jump on unless they look a certain way, right? Okay. So if you think you can just find your own way around the level, you're not going to do that. It's very. It's not. It's not Arkham City. It's very much Mario Brothers. Mm. Uh, but once you get the mechanics down and you start playing it, number one, it's beautiful. Number two, the fighting mechanics are great. Mm-hmm. There, this it plays really well. It feels good in the hand, right? Okay. And um, the two-player stuff works really well too. It's like you're always in co-op mode mm-hmm. with yourself. Okay. So that's really good too. But it was another one of those games where you're you're taking some broad around and making sure she doesn't get killed to get to where she has to go to. No one says the word broad better than you do. Yeah, it's, it just comes out. Great. It's weird. It's just, it just pops out. I could see you and Bill Burr having a really good conversation about women. It's broad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean anything bad by broad. lady. But um, it was very much a, uh, a, like, what's it called? A, um, what's the mission called? An escort mission game. Mm-hmm. You're always taking somebody with you, making sure they don't get damaged. Okay. And then I got to Last of Us, and I was like, well, this is just a lot. And I hate The Walking Dead. So for me, I'm like, this is way more boring than Enslaved, and it reminds me of The Walking Dead, so thumbs down fart sound. Yeah. So I was out. Oh, okay. I just like That's fine. No, that's yeah. all right. And I'm, I'm sure if I gave it a, an honest try now, mm-hmm. I would probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'd probably like not hate it. But uh, man, at the time, I was really... I was upset. Well, just stick to River City Ransom. You'll be fine. That's that's the cure for everything. I just grabbed the the newest one, the River City Ransom remix. What it was called? Underground. Underground. I haven't played it yet. Where'd you get it on? Oh, it's on Steam. I'm is pretty it sure it's on everything. Is it a PC game? Yeah, it might be. I think it might be like downloadable on everything. But it's like River City River City Ransom Underground. I think is what is what it's called. It's like okay. five five players. Very Double Dragon. Oh, okay. So you can play um, with Alex and uh, Ryan and Ryan. Thank you. I can't believe you didn't know that. That's just it didn't come out. It's your favorite game of all time. You didn't know it. I fucking love that game. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love that game. When I first found that underground like hall, like the the tunnel, the shop in the tunnel, mm-hmm. I felt like such a champ. <laughs> <laughs> like when you find there's a there's like a like a hidden room in mm-hmm. a NES game. God, that game was brilliant. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's like five players in it. Okay, cool. I hadn't I'd heard about it. I hadn't played it. Is, I saw it on Steam. So the guy, I, I got. Is it a Japanese so, release? No, I think it's an American release. Oh, okay. I don't think it's the. Uh, well, it wasn't Namco Mandai. That's what I was, that's what I thought it was. It wasn't Namco Namco Bandai. I believe well, it was. Should, or turned just, it turned up. 
Just we should look at it. Yeah, let's take a look at it. I mean, it's right here, somewhere. It is. Uh, Check my sound wave. It says made in Japan. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's right next to the sound wave. Show it to the camera too. Uh, we break, should. Show them break Technos. 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 River City Ransom. The people who made Double Dragon. River City Ransom. It, it really was. Yep. Um, what a great game, though. Can I hold it? You can hold it. Yeah. As far as like um, NES RPGs go, I remember when I first got the codes for both Stone Hands and Dragon's Feet. No. Like you just you're a boss, man. No. When you, when you triple punching and triple kicking. Yeah. You, when you get those two, you get you feel like a boss. But when you get Grand Slam, you're, <laughs> you're a god. When you pick up your your player number two and swing them around like a weapon. Using uh, Grand Slam? Uh, no, Grand Slam is when you pick up the, the list and you can go... Oh, well, that's a three-hit with the weapon. Yeah. Can't you three-hit the with a person, too, when you're holding him? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, Grand Slam, Stone Hands, and Dragon's Feet. I, why don't you get this thing bronzed? I should get it bronzed, right? Yeah. I should buy one of those gold cases for it. Like, you should uh, do you get, the, that, get that thing bronzed and get it like uh, get it wall-mounted. I should get it mounted. Yeah, get it... Uh, but then I couldn't play it. I still, I still play these. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have the... The, the ability to you know what what I did pick up a while ago a long time ago but I never I don't think I've told you about it mm. I don't think anybody else who knows me knows I had one mm. this is Bonk's Revenge Bonk 2 oh. from uh, the Japanese version of the TurboGrafx-16 holy shit the PC engine volume 41 yeah man uh, I can't find one anymore anywhere but I had a PC engine that there's a whole story behind that where I, as an adult, I, I, as a kid, uh, I had it taken from me. And as an adult, I almost committed an act of extreme violence towards a human being who took it when I was a kid. Can I take this out? You can, absolutely. But um, it was one of the greatest games I ever played. This and Die Hard on the PC Engine, which was Die Hard. I've seen that, uh, yeah. It was also on Turbo Graphics. But um, it was phenomenal, man. It was they were they were just so crazy because the PC Engine, the, the machine itself, this is was so cool. If you can see that, yeah, it's very cool. It's called a Hue card or a Hue yeah, card. Yeah, it's called a Hue card, but it's like a, all the writing in there is, is in Japanese. All in Japanese. It is um, maybe cool. my favorite gaming purchase of all time, and just the machine itself was so cool. Like the Turbo Graphics was was pretty small. Yeah. The PC Engine was like a little bit smaller. It was all white and gray, mm-hmm. but it was like just this cool little Japanese thing. And there used to be a place a place. Uh, there used to be a place in um, Gateway, Gateway Lanes, back when that was like the Gateway was like almost like a mall in a, in a way. Yeah. And that had like a like a Japanese export video game store in it. Really? Yeah. They used to have games. I never went get. there. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was. It wasn't big. The whole thing was maybe the size of this room. I just went. To, I went to T and P. Everybody went to T and P. Yeah. And this little place in there had like uh like all exports and stuff. Really? Yeah. Tons of tons of stuff in there. Oh man, Tra- yeah. I remember Train Play was the, was the shit. Yeah, everybody went to Train everyone, Play. Everyone went to Train Play. Everyone got went. To, it's they, rad, everyone man. did trades there. Like uh, there was no point buying. Like ah, I love that place. I remember th- that was th- that was where the greatest video game caper of all time took place. At the tr- the one here in the mall? No, the one at T and P. Uh, I did the. Uh, yeah, but T and P was here in in Millwood Town Center. No, TMP was in was in uh, it was in Heritage Mall. Was it in Heritage Mall? Yeah, man. Yeah. God, why? I, I totally drawing a blank of the Heritage. Yeah, Mall. and um, I went in there, and that's where I. Uh, this is a very Edmonton conversation. Oh yeah, I think yeah we mentioned this on the, on the podcast where I uh, I traded uh, um, in elementary for uh, Airwolf, which sucked. Uh, Airwolf was hot garbage. Yeah, and then we I said uh, and I to Airwolf uh, for Mega Man Two. 
Oh, that is a good trade. Yeah, I got we so we picked up Airwolf. We're like, okay, this game sucks. And then we're like, hey, who can we who's Mega Man 2 can we take? Only one person had it. Hmm. Depeche. Really? And um, And you uh does he know? Oh yeah, he's to this day he's yeah, he reminds you of like how bad uh, he, uh he got screwed over. Oh god. Yeah. That's, that's I don't a, blame him. That's a good screw over there. Yeah, because the, the one of the worst games one of the best TV shows of that era. It's unwatchable now, but it's like you... Uh, um, but it's no different than like E.T. and the E.T. game. Like E.T. as a movie is phenomenal. Yeah. E.T. the game on Atari is like one of the worst things you could possibly put in your Atari. Oh, it's the... It is the worst game it of all time, right? Of all time. It's, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the basis for the, the, angry, the angry video game nerd movie. It's a, it fell back there, but it's back there. Oh, yeah. Um, E.T. I got for Christmas one year. The year came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Well, not to go away from your, your Airwolf story. Finish, finish your story first. Oh, no, no. We, we, we talked about it before. Like, we just said... Uh, I said, you have to try this game because like, we were both... Everyone was a fan of the TV show, right? Yeah. And so I said... And you you oversold that, it. Yeah, I oh, totally oversold it. Yeah, and he said, oh, awesome. Then we just... Uh, he gave me Mega Man 2. Mega Man 2 is, to this day... <laughs> One of the best games ever made. Mega Man Two is Mega Man Two. Yeah. Like, I mean, you compare. It, it changed everything uh, for Mega Man. Oh, it's so good. It, it, for Mega Man One, for like that had like a, was a score based one to like, and they they completely redesigned. Well, it. it was like a hard RPG. Yeah, and they didn't think that Mega Man was gonna be was gonna survive. And in in the first game. In the first game, they're yeah. like, hey, well, this is not gonna survive. So they changed everything. Mm-hmm. And well, Mega Man Two, the actual Mega Man Two and Mega Man Two. Yeah. Is Mega Man Two. Yeah, is like Mega, Mega Man, Man from Mega Man, yeah, and Mega Man from Mega Man Two are two different people. Yeah, like the, the Mega Man is the same, but what they did is that uh, that that first, if you want to play Mega Man One, it mm-hmm. isn't it is not really like Mega Man Two because it, it is very score based. Yeah, and so but what you they don't did, have like upgrade weapons in that one either. I don't. I haven't played Mega Man One in a while, so like, th- but what you can do, what you did is that they changed the the. the And yeah, Windman. Yeah, like the, you had to like uh, Mega Man X, and then it went on from there, right? Mm-hmm. But like Mega oh, Man yeah, Two is like was the genesis of like of I found is is the genesis of Mega Man, and then I trade that straight up, yeah. and then I got the call. Oh, <laughs> either face to face or the call, and he was livid. What? What is this piece of hot guy? He's like, what the? F-? He's basically saying, what the fuck is this thing, right? And I was like. Um, hey man, buyer beware. <laughs> All sales are final. I think I think he, he buyer was, beware. I think he was maybe he was more mad. He's like, what the fuck did you see in this game that made you sell this game so hard to me? And I, I was like, I think I said like, no man, this game is shit. You fell for <laughs> it's it. Total shit. You fell for <laughs> it. I picked on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> next next week we'll be doing our our first episode of BSFW watches watches yeah or whatever we're gonna call it. I, it'll probably end up being that. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna call it. We're I, have four, I have four. I have four movies picked out. That's awesome. I've got a bunch too. Yeah. So we'll do. We'll just do them all. We'll, yeah. we'll, whatever they're they're all four K movies. Yeah, we'll do all that yeah. stuff. But I did the same thing you did with Airwolf, the game, mm-hmm. to uh, one of our buddies with Nightwatch, the movie, at uh, Timur Bekmambatov, whatever. The yeah. I, I man, I watched Nightwatch and I didn't know why. Why? Because it's. I such love a, that movie. Do you like it? Well, it's, it's shit, but I it's love it. It's such shit. Like yeah. it's it for what it was meant to. Like it, it won all these awards. Mm-hmm. People went nuts for it, and everybody wouldn't shut up about it. So I watched it, and I was like, "Well, that's two hours of my life I'm never gonna get back. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is awful." Yeah. So our buddy Dan was like, "Oh, Nightwatch, uh, is it any good?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's really fucking good." Okay, you know what? It's good if you watch it with someone else who can appreciate its shittiness. Ah, yeah, I, that's, I don't think you're delusional. I think this is a, a movie's a piece of shit. We can agree to disagree. Uh, we, we're gonna have to. <laughs> Like like uh some, 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 yeah, I like so many weird movies though. Yeah, you like Sleepaway Camp too. But mm. you, well, what did I say? What was no, why no. that you uh, I you love didn't Sleepaway like? Camp too. You love Sleepaway Camp too, but yeah. you don't like the Fast and Furious movies, which is the shit that I like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is those movies are hot garbage. Yeah, 
And I will. I think watch my movies. I, I think your movies are hotter garbage because they have so much money and they could have made them so much better. Oh man, they he, my mine did the best with what they had. <laughs> Dude, yours did. That is true. And they were made absolutely the, true. And two and three were made at the same time. They were made at the same time. Yeah, they were Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, they had no money. Yeah, and they're still great slasher movies. Oh yeah, they're they're very good slasher. Yeah, movies. and there's documentaries behind them and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of Fast and the Furious. The thing is, is that there's there's a market for it. Oh yeah, they're they're already they're already exactly, exactly they're already making this next one. Oh, he's saying that's that the last ten one. is going to be two movies. Yeah, he's like Fast and Furious ten. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I read 10 that. Yeah, and Fast and Furious ten part two. Yeah, they have to call it like ten and eleven. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm just wondering like how many. You know what? I, I'm not even going to discuss it because no, no, like, you can. Go how ahead. many? Like, I, I can see why people think it's kind of fun to see like cars do, like Spider Man, that that defies physics and stuff like that, right? Oh, that's so good. I, I just find, like okay, here's the thing I don't like about those movies. Okay, like there's okay number one. Okay, and this makes this is takes nothing away from the movies because the movies are just there for the people who like them. Okay, number one is like the I can't stand all like the 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 stories are. It's totally stupid. Okay. Okay. No, the first. You mean the first movie? Uh, not the first movie. The first movie. I watched the first movie. That's the only one I've seen. It's the only remake of Point Break. Okay, so worth watching. I'm talking about like like five to fifteen or whatever it is. Okay. Like, okay. okay. So I'm talking about the, the later ones when they got when they got really out of hand. When okay? they became spy movies. Yeah. So when like, the Rock shows up. Yeah. Exactly. And so and then when people start making their appearances in them, like Charlize Theron and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Kurt Russell and all them, right? Because they just want a piece of the pie. So like. Uh, so like the the storylines are so stupid um and then um you can see where the special effects are yes and it and like and they're blatantly obvious because like, i know a tank cannot do a 360 in the air okay yep. for example right <laughs> so having all that okay i can't stand that <laughs> so i'm like why would i go to a theater and, wa- and have it shoved in my face i mean that, that's exactly but, yeah, right but, that, that, but that's just me though right but exactly. other people other people be like you know what? i get a kick out of that it's like watching a like, fucking puppet show it's like totally yeah man. exactly it, it really is to me it's like what are they going to get away with what are they going to try to get yeah. away with and i'm not saying that people who watch that are not aware of the things that i'm aware of yeah. they know this too right absolutely yeah but they're just like you know what? it's like it's junk food for them they don't in care. this next one a car suplexes a semi-trailer yeah exactly. i mean straight up wwe style suplexes a semi-trailer yeah I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, is, I mean, the, is the rock in it? No, no, he couldn't do this one because you know, I number wish one, he did that. I mean, it'd be great. Yeah, he, if, he, if, he, if he, he gave like a semi truck the rock bottom, that'd be hilarious. We were watching that one where he um, he picks up the Gatling gun off of the the stealth bomber, <laughs> who oh, the hell it was, fuck. and um, uh, shoots it without a trigger. Number one, because there's no trigger on that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, carries it like Arnold does. Yeah, the the friggin' Gatling gun in, the, in Predator. But Raji was like, he was so mad at it. We're sitting in the theater. He'd already watched it. And he he paid money again to watch it. So with which me. one is this one? This is a. Uh, this is the one where he gets the cast in his arm and he tells his kid, "Daddy's going to work." <laughs> Bust the cast out. And he is that seven or eight? I think it's six. Oh, I he think was it's a, like he, number six. Oh, he's been in like that many of them. Oh, he's been in since the Brazil one. He he's. Been, I don't know which one that is. Oh man, you need to watch those movies. You know what we should do? We should just do no, no, an no, entire no. series. No, no. Of us just watching okay, those. If you do that, we're, we're gonna do like a series where we're watching like eighties like horror movies. That That's are, fine. I love those too. No, no, I mean, budget of twenty dollars. Yeah, why not, man? Okay. <laughs> sure, why not? We'll watch more like there will be blood now. Yeah. 
Actually, you know what? You'll probably end up throwing me through that window, and I'll, no. I'll probably break through the metal gates. <laughs> no way. I would never do that. I, I would sit here and watch all the shit. But yeah, like there's there's that one, and Raji was a friend of the show, Raji. Yeah, well, so I want to hear mad. what his comment was. Well, he kept like uh, he kept trying to be like he, like leaning over and making little comments, but his biggest one was like, "Guess what the Rock's gonna say? Guess what the Rock's gonna say?" I'm like, "I don't know, man." He's like, and then when the daddy's going to work, kind of thing happens. Like, didn't you didn't you see that coming? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. But he was he was so anti enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you have to do. You've got to like. There's a reason I like. You have to watching. you have to give yourself to the movie. You have to give yourself just to like the movie. let it go. Turn your brain off and just hundred yeah, percent exactly. I mean, there are some things that are just like poorly acted mm-hmm. and they think they're doing a really good job yeah spider-man 3 yeah you know i mean sam raimi as good as he is Topher for grace and all those they were all sam raimi's the fucking man yeah sam is dr strange dr strange he's gonna be doing dr strange that's awesome but the performances that they were all shit yeah but like they kind of felt like they weren't doing a bad job it just came it came across really crap well, these are not bad actors they're just doing the best of what the material that they gave to them yes and that it turned out them, really yeah. poorly yeah whereas this is a bunch of b movie actors mm-hmm. giving you b movie dialogue yeah in a b movie yeah that has a lot of money has yeah a I, don't movie care, money. I don't care what anyone says vin diesel is b movie oh vin diesel like i said is the king of the b movie given a given a movie uh uh, opportunities yes and well, he t- yeah are they a movie opportunities or his movies make enough money to give him a money a movie money to make b movies yeah like the like fast and furious movies are not like triple a movies they are not they're uh, not as, they're not cinema yeah like as martin bloodshot is not a triple a movie no man um his he's the voice his voice is like lends itself to marvel exactly but uh yeah, he's not going to be like uh, every every dramatic role he's taken is like has gone straight to the bin. So like, uh, his uh, what was that one that he did where he was the uh, like the lawyer? Is actually pretty good. He's got hair in that oh, one. Oh, Boiler Room? No, not Boiler Room. Boiler Room's actually not bad. Yeah, but there's a movie he did like around the era of Boiler Room, just before like uh, is that the one where he has like he has his daughter or something? Man, I, I'm, ha- I'm you know what we should do? Plowing ahead. Because we're talking about Vin Diesel. No, 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 no. We should mention it. There's a movie where he plays a guy who like defends himself in, in court. He plays like a mob boss. And he's got hair and he's got like a bit of a belly. And he's wearing like his actual belly maybe. And he's got like, like a cheap suit. And it's remember. actually I, like I remember watching it like on TV on one of those movie channels a while back. Like years ago. Years and years ago. Hmm. I'm like 15 years ago. It's pretty old. And it's actually really good. Oh, okay. Like it's around the time when like because when, when they brought him on for Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. They really felt like he was the guy. He was going to be something big. Mm-hmm. And then he does Point or not Point Break. He does um, Pitch Black, which wasn't terrible. Pitch Black was good. It's really good. Yeah. Even like all the Riddick movies are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, his performances are what they are, and they're yeah. pretty good. So he was kind of like rolling into that role, and then he did this one, and then Boiler Room, and yeah. it was going to be maybe Vin Diesel's an actor, and then Fast, Fast and, and the Furious. Furious. And then he just got sucked into a franchise. Sucked, in, sucked into the money pit. Last Witch Hunter. Yeah. Also very good. Incredible movie. It's got a great twist. Like I didn't you're watch watching, it. Oh, so good! I don't like you. You got that. Uh, what's his name? The uh, the anti Hobbit there. <laughs> yeah, the Hobbit. Oh, the, uh, not the anti Hobbit. The actual Hobbit. Oh, uh, uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah, that's right. right. Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah, Elijah Wood's in it. Yeah, and like you're on board with all the characters, and then twist, and you wanted to murder everybody. Yeah. It's so good. But by then he was already in. He was he was knee deep in, in Fast and the Furious. That's that's when oh, I was man. like, hey, you know what? F this guy. And and I do like the fact he doesn't take himself seriously. Like his big Dungeons and uh, Dungeons and Dragons guy, D and D guy. So, Last Witch Hunter is based off of his D and D character. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I know all the mythology when it comes to Vin Diesel movies. Uh, junk food for the brain, man. Yeah, I just I love junk food for the brain. Um, oh, hey, so uh, kids, there's apparently some kids out there. Well, not some kids, there's a kid out there, and uh, her name is Alexa, and then her mother is watching her get bullied all day long because kids in school keep asking her questions, <laughs> like the fucking Alexa. 
like the Bezos. So she felt she should write a letter, Jeff Bezos, and get him to change the name of Alexa because her daughter's getting bullied at school. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so uh, she's like, hey, you, know what you should do, you should be more sympathetic and name your inanimate objects after things that aren't real names so that my kid doesn't get bullied in school. Like, maybe. Okay, did be that, a better that, parent. Yeah, maybe okay, to change everyone's uh, vernacular when they're dealing with their uh, their smart system and just be like, you have to change to something else now? Okay, Jennifer, uh, do this. Like, uh, what <laughs> yeah, you, Je- well, I mean, I think that's going to that's that's offend the next Jennifer victim. Name it like uh, Baldero. Yeah. Or something, right? Or <laughs> Bamphamet. Yeah. Pick <laughs> the country that with the least population of women and then just name it yeah. after one of those women. Name it, name it after uh, Bathsheba. And then every time you call it, you gotta do like Patrick Wilson in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best line deliveries ever. Oh, yeah. When Patrick Wilson is, yells yeah. Bathsheba mm-hmm. and that was a conjuring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want that as a as like a, a text message tone. Yeah. Bathsheba! I freaking love that. I don't know, man. I think this, uh, this woman is professionally outraged. It's professional outrage. I yeah. think it's, that is like indicative of that, uh, how we're kind of, I think, I, I feel like honestly, there's too many dumb people out there. Like people who are, not not like undereducated because you can educate yourself. You have no excuse to not be educated. The world, is, the world is your library, man. The world's your library. Like you've got Google, you've got cell phones, you've got you got phones that can find out anything wherever you want, whenever you want. Yep. And I think these are people who are just like dumb people who refuse to educate themselves, refuse to be smarter, refuse to build smarter or stronger or more emotionally like together kids, and they're the ones who are the noisiest. So we hear those stories. I don't think this is this is everybody. I think it just happens to be one of those stories where everybody's like, "Can you believe this chick?" Like, can you believe that she's in a like she wrote the Bezos? So we hear about it, but like, hopefully this isn't this isn't the way the world is going, right? No, you, you hope not. Is like the, I hope the, not. The, the only thing is, is that uh, why don't you like? Uh, <laughs> first of all, okay, if that, if that if that when that situation arises, you have to ask yourself, okay, what are my options here? Yeah. Okay. Do I do write I tell a, my kid? Yeah. Do I have to like change? Is it do, is it better to like what's more realistic that's going to happen? What's the more realistic outcome? Uh, if I. devices around the, around the world are going to have to like like learn something new and create a new algor- algorithm or whatever it is or maybe i should uh uh you know become a little bit more <laughs> responsible parent and like you know do something about the situation uh fortify my child's brain yeah yeah tell them that it's okay they're the kids in your class are morons yeah they're making fun of you because they're unintelligent and they're not creative yeah like what do you what, what's the result of, do, of doing that are, are you going to go up to like uh that lady she's like oh jeff it's called jennifer now <laughs> <laughs> go use your uh, go use your well I don't think I'll call use it your Jennifer. smart device now it's called Jennifer and they're like oh they're just they're still gonna fucking bother her they're gonna bother somebody what about all the kids, kids named Richard like all the kids named Richard who got have to be called Dick yeah you know do you want them to change their names do you want us to like as a society are you not are you not proud of your name yeah are you not proud of your name but as a society are we gonna change what we call penises in jest no do I have to stop calling it a dick do I have to start calling it Oh, a Peter? A pe- I don't know. That, like, I mean, that's just it. it the, that, the point that lady, is... That lady, needs a, she needs a punch in the face. She yeah. needs a, a good, hard slap in the face. Yeah. But I mean, I was trying to explain... We all kind of heard this story, and my mom was like... By a responsible mother. By, by a responsible mother. Exactly. Yeah. But we were talking about the whole idea between, like, the world is just full of, of really dumb people. And I don't mean, like, uneducated people. I mean, people who are unwilling... To they 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 want the easiest path. No no I, well yeah no that's that's exactly it. I think the I think the world is full of people who have knee jerk reactions to things that don't uh, that don't align themselves with their common in, with their oh no their interests absolutely yeah. But I think those people who you hear the ones who are doing that are the ones who are kind of like the 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 baseline of the the ones you shake your head at. 
You're mm-hmm. always rolling your eyes at these people. Yeah. They want the easiest path. They're unwilling to learn. They don't Google anything. They don't search for things on the web. They ask somebody else, mm-hmm. how does this thing work instead of you just doing it Getting, yourself? Or get professional help or like get professional talk help. to a school psychologist or like talk to like whatever, right? Like whatever it is, right? Yeah. They're unwilling to, to make themselves, their situation, and their kids better yeah. through just like walking and talking them through a situation. Oh, no, yeah. If I, if I met that lady, I'd be like, first thing I would ask her, I'm like, are you insane? Yeah. No, well, she has to be. Right? Yeah, you have to be insane. I'm like, I mean, do you, like, um, what do you think writing Jeff Bezos is going to do? Like, yeah. realistically, by the time anything is done about this and like, um, and, and the dust is settled and, and they're like, okay, we won't bother anymore, she's going to be graduating from college. Oh, I mean, you're never going to get a response. And if you do get a response, it's going to be from somebody oh, yeah, who's going to make like fun this. of you. He's like, oh, whatever, fuck off. I well, I care. mean, like, do you... <laughs> like, Honestly, like, go, call, like going that... Mailing that guy a letter telling him to, like, going to, like, uh, changing the name of uh, Alexa is, like, is, like, trying to get the, the fucking Catholic Church to stop molesting kids. <laughs> it's never going to happen. They got their own city. They don't give a fuck. They're yeah. going to just move around. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll just take a rape. You're going to be like, oh, no, there are no more rapes. Yeah. There's no more rapes yeah. in the Catholic Church. It's like a killer whale when it eats, it eats a, like a human being or something like that. They yeah. don't kill it. They just move it to the next fucking uh, they just, you're, place. You're just, yeah. you're just taking burbits now. Yeah, that's all. The, yeah. <laughs> you're just taking the bill burbits. <laughs> But it's a good bit, though. He's absolutely right. But that's but that's all they do is move it to another. I can't see it any other way. Like they don't really. They just move things along. Oh, I was. uh, The world moves on without you. I swear to God. Weirdly enough, just in in light of that, in line with all that stuff, I was talking before you said it. I was going to say like like Bill Burr said. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, you're right, absolutely right. But I was uh, talking to people, and I started. It it got into my radar. I don't want to. I don't want to like get too deep into it because I listen to the show. But I was talking to a person about a person who is gay, who's going to go into the Catholic Church and become a priest, mm-hmm. and then just didn't like what he saw and didn't like the way it was it was going mm-hmm. and realized the way they treat people and the the secret... Like, he got deep enough to where he's like, nah, no, 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 I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. And yeah. he got out. Now, I don't know exactly what... I would like to talk to him more about it. I don't, I don't know exactly what triggered him, but the story I got, which is secondhand, mm-hmm. but from a reliable source, was like, yeah, he got kind of into it, and after a while, he's like, uh, "No, this is this is this is slimy." Yeah, like it got kind of slimy for him. Because like the thing is, like when you go into those environments, like you, uh, like you want to ask the hard questions, mm-hmm. but then uh, and it's a secret society. It's a secret society, right? So like you know, like you take your, you know, you hedge your bets on like you know what, uh, um, what's going to trigger like get the fuck out or like yeah. uh, or on what they're willing to tell you, right? But they're not willing to. They're not going to tell you anything. Man, it's it's weird. Like when you think about things like that. Like we've like I was I've talked about it before here. I've got enough experience in the CD underbelly yeah. of of the way our city and and a lot of places work. And yeah. certain like not secret societies, like quote unquote, but just like the underbelly of the 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 city. Things I can't see the sunlight. Things I can't see the sunlight. Yeah. And I know how they work and I know how people get sucked into them long term. Yeah. I've seen people go down paths where they they end up somewhere they don't want to be mm-hmm. just because they decided to stick it out oh, yeah, these and are, they get hardened to it. These are out of acts of desperation, right? Uh, not even acts of desperation, just out of acts of not getting out when you could have gotten out. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are people out there who find themselves um, in situations they just kind of like callous themselves to. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, this is what I do. Yeah, I, I, I rough people up for money. Yeah, this is my lot in life. This now. is my lot in life. This yeah. is what I do. I get paid pretty well. You know, I, I didn't really have a high school education. Mm-hmm. I've got enough cash to buy things when I want to buy things. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. And they end up staying there. And then they just, that's just how they that's just how they exist in the world now. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm always kind of fascinated by, like, the church and, and weird little societies like that. When you think that 
there are some people who will get in and they'll they'll take a look around into whatever they're doing and they'll be like, this is this is not for me. This yeah. is really slimy. Or this, I think this I'm is just not what I thought away. it was. It's not what I thought it was. No. I'm just going to back away real quick. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who tough it out for a year or two. And those are the ones who are lifers, right? Yeah. They're in now. This mm-hmm. is the world they're in. And they just, they kind of deal with all the secret society, weird, cr- weird bullshit that goes on. Yeah. They're like, I didn't know this baggage came with it. I did not know. Yeah. I was, uh, I was in India in um, 2013 and I was in uh, Benares and I had never really walked around too much. You, should, uh, uh, you know what? After, just to uh, interrupt you for one second, I got to send you a link to this. There's a, there's a track called Benares. Oh, get out. And uh, I'll send you the link to it. Like, listen to it with, with, with these things on. Yeah. It'll blow your mind how, really? how awesome it is. Yeah. Who is the uh, the artist? It is uh, Hal Bowman, I think. Hmm. He's a, like a he's an electronic uh, music artist, but he does like uh, but he always brings like uh, Middle Eastern and Indian uh, okay, not like uh, uh, samples to the the music. I would like to like hear there's that. doublas in it. There's like uh, there's harmoniums. There's like the oh, that's the, cool. It's so very like uh, like like Indian centric instrumentation. You, you can hear it on these after the podcast. Yeah, I'll give it a listen. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, but like, Sorry getting, to interrupt. Go ahead. no, no, that's great. I would, I would, I would definitely give that a listen to. I, I like things that are kind of influenced by places I've been. To. I didn't know about it until my brother told me about it. That's he, right, he's man. my go-to. Him and my cousin Cartesia are my go-tos for music. Sure. And my cousin just yeah, I think I'm like last in line for like the guys who like really like. But it's a good filter though, because you get the good stuff filtered to you. I would go like yeah, I I throw like, definitely I would throw Jason at the top too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes when we're hanging out, we're just listening to music. I my phone's out and I'm just like. Uh, just absorbing as much as I can. Yeah, like I, I like to think that I'm like a good purveyor of music. You but, are uh, like the uh, the water, and they are the Santivia filter. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and eventually, just just like you got all this great water. Yeah, because it's really good stuff. Yeah, I know they've. I think they've gone through the shit, and so they're like, but yeah. um, but uh, yeah, but those those guys are like uh, um, uh, like granted, they're like my the closest people in my life, but like mm-hmm. they're good to like really like uh absorb all the music stuff like because like for me it's like my thing is movies mm-hmm. like i'm the i'm the movie guy yeah you're a and cinephile so, yeah so like uh but for that i'm like hey you know what this is the movie you got to watch and stuff like that uh um or i've seen that movie like what'd you think of it i won't go into th- but no one wants to hear my nerd things about movies right yeah, yeah, yeah. except for like my other other cinephiles yeah, right well, what we do here yeah so but like those uh but music wise uh, <laughs> but music wise <laughs> like, it's good to have like it's good to have people in your life who like who uh, are just constantly looking for new music oh yeah because your old music gets like a, b- a lot of people get like like I, I like they admit like i listen to old music that's all i listen to which is totally fine right there's nothing wrong with that but there is if you have like proper systems and a good pair of headphones there's so much music out there there's that a you, lot you, of you don't content. even know about I kind of like uh I'll, I'll get back to all this stuff for later, but I kind of feel Sorry to like yes. no 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 I, absolutely it's a good path. I kind of feel like that was one that was the best thing about like mid two thousands like not even mid two thousand late two thousands like around two thousand eight to two thousand eleven or twelve mm-hmm. when iTunes was kind of all right mm-hmm. like the the store you'd always yeah. get like a free track yeah there's always like one free track and I because I had my Mac so I'd like always download that thing every week right mm-hmm. and you were always getting such good stuff yeah because they want you to buy the rest of the album yeah but they weren't giving you shit by any means the no, they, those, no those, 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 those are snippets they're like they yeah, you snippets, know what you're right? like, oh, you, then you like this you'll like you'll love the album but Man. Like, they're, they're just lying to you because like you know like how often do you how often do you buy a CD and like like and 90% of the tracks are good oh no that's just it I mean yeah. you were almost always getting the best they were gonna give you like I mean there were a few I picked up the entire album yeah but I mean I would say like I can I can probably pull the entire thing out right now uh, from the folder and it's just like one track. Yeah. 
But um, things like what was it? Uh, Beast. Beast is a they're a Canadian Canadian band. Yeah. There's like I think it's like a husband and wife duo. Mm-hmm. But they're they're incredible. Yeah. But that I heard. I think I heard Mr. Hurricane. And after that, I was like, I'm in. I'm in deep. <laughs> Mr. Hurricane. Yeah. I'm in deep. It mm-hmm. is. It's it, that that entire album is just like kicked your face. Like yeah. every track is just like kicked your face. Yeah. And you're like, uh, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're punching me right in the face or kicking me right in the face, but I enjoy it. Yeah. I love masochism. Yeah. It's such a good album. But there were those. Like, those were the ones that I picked up the entire thing. But yeah, it was very rare the entire album was good. Yeah. You kind of browse through it and you're like, yeah, a lot of it is Yeah, shit. like, this is, not, this is not for me. Like, I remember there was this one, uh, one of the, like, one of the last uh, artists that I found, like, uh, that we all found that was like, they made one album and one song was fantastic. Hmm. And they made nothing after that. The entire thing was shit. It was uh, this, al- this group called Beast. Oh really? And yeah, and this, and they, like a different beast? Like just beast. Okay. And this this song called uh, Microsite. That's the name of the song. I'll play it for you too. It's this. It's it's such a great track. But Are you sure we're not talking about the same album? Is the cover the Honeycomb? Uh, we'll, we'll check. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, um, after that, it was like I feel like you're mocking me. I yeah. feel like you know exactly what I'm talking about. It could be. Yeah. And you're sticking to me. Well, I don't know. Like the uh, it was that was the song, and then I'm like uh, the the rapper sounds like she's like it sounds like a female who's rapping. Oh, it's the exact same album. Okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, I love the entire thing. Yeah, I love the entire album. Mm-hmm. The entire album was like an assault. Yeah, which is why I enjoyed it. And she's got just like a grating voice. Like her voice is so grating. Yeah, yeah, it's very like it's it's like a weird like mid pitch kind of grating sound to it. Mm-hmm. Ah, so gritty. There you go. I That's really the enjoyed one. It. Oh yeah, go. I enjoyed it. We could yeah, agree. Michael, agree. <laughs> I, I think it's the same album mm-hmm. too. But man, I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Sticking it to me. That's what you're doing, hey, Costanza. Man, it, 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 came, it came out to uh, an agreement. Uh, it did come out to an agreement. We're, we're arguing about the same thing. <laughs> I will say that and um, Explosions in the Sky was the other one. I found them through there, too. Mm. I'd never heard of them until until they. it was like a free track. I have never listened to them, but I know who you're talking about, yeah. Remarkable stuff. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've actually used it in some projects I did, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just like every time I, I put it into something, I'm like, I think I'm overusing it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm overusing this album. Yeah, I think I saw them on Google Play Music. It says, like, if you like this, these are the bands that are related to it. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw them there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're really quite good too yeah uh no but i mean i think we've moved on past the secret society stuff i was gonna well fuck it's, uh, it's too late we've gone too f- yeah. yeah yeah what do you think about that do you, do you have an insight on that i think i know what's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna be beta ray bill i don't think he's gonna be uh the the other one the other Dude, I can't remember what his name is. Is he going to be think in it is? Which, which, Dolatan, whatever it is? Which movie is he going to be in? Uh, he's going to be in Love and Thunder. I don't think he's going to be Silver Surfer. Fuck, he'd be an awesome Silver Surfer. Yeah, I know he would be, but I yeah. think I know who's going to be. Who? I think he's going to be Galactus. That's good. That's that's possible too. I think I think Christian Bale's going to be Galactus. I got a, I got a weird feeling. I'm going to say it here now. I've got a feeling that Christian Bale is going to play Galactus. I think they saw him wearing the headgear in. Uh, in was it Ford versus Ferrari? Yeah, with the thing, and he's doing that the, the face he's making. Fuck <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. He, you think the face? That's weird. That one guy can. Fuck, that's Christian Bale. He could play a Silver Surfer and Galactus. I think he could probably do it both. Else? Yeah, he could do both. I think he could do both. You know what? They'll probably get him for both. He'll do T-Rex too. Yeah, <laughs> he'll do it. T-Rex. I, I would give that to Andy Circus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a little small, but I mean, I think he could pull it off. Well, yeah, he actually who for him. Fuck! You gotta get a little bit of a like a square a square headed dude, or I guess it'll be mocap anyway. I mean, yeah. Taika Waititi played the Coke. He played Coke. Yeah, you know he's a the brick monster. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Coke. Fuck, he's that guy. Oh, that Thor. Oh, that uh, the guy from uh, World War Hulk. Yeah, War? <laughs> Planet Hulk. 
Korg. Korg, yeah. yeah. Korg. He played Korg. I hate, I hate those. I hate those movies. I'm sure you don't. Yeah, but uh, I enjoyed them. I like. Korg. I can't. I can't. I, can't, I, stand, <laughs> I know everyone's gonna be like, oh, I love. I, Korg. Korg is not. They're not. They're not part of a happy story. No, they they blew up that entire. That, they, that, the warbound bullshit. Yeah. The warbound story deserves it, its own like three-part movie that, series. That, that is like a movie series. That is like yeah. And you if can, you don't know what we're talking about, go read Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. Yeah. Those are the great one. Of the, some of the greatest stories it's ever like told. Eighteen yeah. months of comics. Yeah, uh, it's eighteen months with like three issues a month. Yeah, it's so many. And Greg Pak, like Greg Pak, just some of the best work uh, with with cosmic storytelling in in a different planet since Jim Starlin mm-hmm. did the original like Guardians of the Galaxy. Stuff. Yeah, like did the original like uh, Infinity Saga stuff mm-hmm. from when he gets launched into space by the Illuminati to where Hulk ends up coming back and and just. Fucking tearing everybody tearing apart, tearing the planet and I, apart, and like everybody, everybody, X Men, Avengers, like he just Black like Bolt. Black Bolt. Well, I mean, granted, Black Bolt might have been a scroll, but like he went through everybody. everybody, and it's remarkable. And Sentry, uh, he fucking fought Sentry to a stat. Like, well, I mean, I, I don't think it's giving anything away. Like, the, it doesn't end in a way where everybody, like, nobody's gonna know. It nobody's ends in a know. very much. Yeah. If you like the the part with Thanos where he's like, I guess I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. You'll like the ending of World oh, War Hulk. Oh, yeah. World War Hulk is just like, it's... it's Even the tie-ins were good. Oh, yeah. The, it's a madness from beginning to end. Oh, uh, yeah. Poor Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Poor got, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange got fucked up by the Hulk. I mean, it was just, it was a one-sided, just, you think you're a bad guy. You yeah. think you're a tough guy, huh? Yeah. A, a, oh, a guy mangle who, your hands. A guy who, who loved, uh, like, comic explained, who said, Doctor Strange could go up, Doctor Strange could go up against uh, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, no, no, he can't. And which I don't believe so. Just they're just basing that on the fact that what what's, eh. what what they've shown that Doctor Strange can do, yeah. as opposed to what's what they've shown that Doctor Manhattan can do. Well, it feels like yeah. one is built for defensive measures. Yeah. Like Doctor Strange is he's a defender. Yeah, quite literally. Literally, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. a defender. And Doctor Manhattan is very much an offensive weapon. Yeah, like he's a he's a he's a nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. And then Doctor Strange can probably counteract that through some sort of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this shit. Exactly. Yeah, he'll do, and, he'll do one of these hand things, and he'll grab the eye of Agamotto. Yeah, and he'll he'll domo arigato. Yeah, exactly. Manhattan back to Vietnam. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know what like I don't like. I think that that's the main reason why I don't like the Marvel movies is because there's too much remixing of like stuff that's canon. I can I can understand that's, why that, that would be that, a, that's a where my that, that's where my hatred that's from not hatred for lack of a better term but like the uh disgust my disgust and my disdain and uh, oh, yeah, like a hatred hatred's too harsh my yeah. absolute disgust yeah okay, this is why i fucking hate those movies so like i just find that it's just, and then plus like i just don't think that there's uh they're well made but the they're just uh they're hot garbage they're they are but like but you you want to watch them because you want to see like how they how it um, how it all ties together. That's that is, I think. Yeah, why so I, I think that, that's why I'm kind of like, uh, um, I'm at fifty percent with them. Yeah, you've yeah. always kind of been on I, the like, fence. Yeah, because I, I do go see them. But if the wind blew, yeah. you'd fall into the dislike. Yeah, like you're on the fence, and a, and a good shake of that fence, and you're gonna fall evenly over onto the like. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, which is fair. I understand yeah. that entirely. Yeah, and there's people who don't like the DC universe, right? Which is for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, yeah. I, I think if you don't like the DC universe, you're just picking a side because they they do make some pretty good content. Yeah, some people didn't like Aquaman. They're like, oh, it's just National Treasure with uh, with Aquaman, fine. right? I, I thought Aquaman, Aquaman was fine. 
fine. It was very good. Is that- I, I like the villain. I li- I didn't hate Amber Heard at all, which I expected to really just really. Yeah. Like, you could tell some of the Black Mantis Al- Al- like his uh, his his weapons were all just three D printed. Oh yeah, for they, sure. They're just like they look, they look way too light. They're super light. They're super hollow. He's got to move his arms and they fire. You're like yeah. there's no kick. Oh yeah, those but there's, it, there's it, a lot of it, the saving the, the saving grace for that movie it had uh, Depeche Mode in it. It did have Depeche Mode on at it. that part. I was singing out loud. I'll, uh, yeah. I think I've admitted it already. I'll admit it again. I I watched Justice League again. You told me, yeah, and you liked it. I didn't hate it. You liked it. I, I, I will I will say like is very is a little bit like too far yeah. on the side. But at first I really I, I watched it on the plane the first time I watched it. I was mm-hmm. flying back home from LA. That's a hard, that's a hard way to appreciate a movie. It's a hard way because I mean the audio's bad. Everything everything about it is just shit. Yeah. The screen is tiny. You can't appreciate anything. You gotta watch it in my house. Oh, yeah, that joke. <laughs> Um, but then I watched it here on this bad boy, mm-hmm. and um, this TV's great. Yeah, <laughs> this thing was like a year end model. It was dirt cheap. Yeah. Um. So I watched on this thing, and aside from knowing that Henry Cavill's gonna have the weird face, yeah, I didn't like. I I just don't see why there's so much hate for it. I think the less you knew about that movie going in, the better would would have been. Probably. I think. I think it's the mustache you're exactly thing, right. and then like on all the production, like. Yeah. That ruins that ruins the movie completely. That ruins, totally. Yeah, that ruins that ruins Star Wars. That ruins everything. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I think there's there's two ways to look at it. There's like the Star Wars, especially. You can go in as a fan of movies and and know too much about the process yeah. and know too much about the reason it was engineered to be what it was, mm-hmm. and just hate it for what it is. Yeah. Or you can shut your brain off. And just be a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. And just enjoy these things for being yeah. hot garbage. That's the thing. I I I don't. Like there's there's certain things that people want to know. They're like, yeah. okay, who is Ray, Lay Ray, Ray's, what is their lineage, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why don't you just wait for the movie to to like, why don't you watch it and and, and be surprised by it and just be like and walk out because like that moment in the theater when you realize something, yeah, you're just like, oh fuck, I, I never saw that coming, right? Mm-hmm. Like have an Empire Strikes Back moment, right? Yeah, exactly. Like why do why do you need exactly to know everything right. like before you go see something, right? It's no, gonna, it's gonna ruin everything. It, it's gonna ruin everything, and then you're gonna hate it, and they're gonna tell other people why you hate it, and yeah. it's gonna ruin it for them as well. Yeah, I think that's that that cycle of like just shitting on stuff, right? Yeah, like look look at Tenet. No one knows anything about Tenet. Oh my god! And look at the build up for it. It's crazy. I just the, just the trailer alone is nuts. I you can make that trailer three hours long and mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah, it's incredible. And still nobody knows what it's no about. Idea. Yeah, I have no idea. If, if you watch the trailer reactions, people, I, I was watching some of them. People are like, "What the fuck is that about?" But they, you know that those people, they're like, "Day one, I'm going to be there." I I think yeah. there are like we've said it a bunch of times. There are certain filmmakers who just grab you from a trailer or grab you from their past. Your past experience with mm-hmm. that director, with, yeah. that, with that filmmaker, yeah, and like I'm on board. I'm on board with this guy no matter what he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that Warner Brothers threw a blank check at him. You uh, you said that funny, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yeah. You really like yeah. Uh, you put the accent in a weird place, and I just I, I couldn't get past it. That's how I'm fighting the Me Too movement. Is that how you're fighting the Me Too movement? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> They're gonna change Warner Brothers yeah. to Warner Sisters. <laughs> Uh, I think we kind of hit all our stuff here, pal. No, there's got to be something else on there. Um, I was, I was, I like I said, the whole weird thing that was happening with wokeness kind of, kind of hit me. So I made a bunch of notes for fun. Uh, I watched that video of the uh, Socialist Democratic Party of America. Oh God, you, you watched that? Yeah, I watched it. I, I, I was fast. I got to it. I got to it. And I'm like, I can't ingest this anymore. If people don't know what we're talking about, there's like a, it's a Democratic Socialist. Yeah, Democratic Socialist of America, and they're just a weird bunch of. I would imagine there's probably some very rational-minded people in there, but there's is a lot of kooks in there too. Oh man, they, and they're just, yeah, the they're just, is they're, weird. You know what? They're just an, uh, they're like they're a, they're like a one they're like a one-off facet from like they don't even know who they belong to anymore. No, not at all. They're just extremists to like that are just going out of left field, and uh, 
Um, <laughs> Remember that episode of uh, of The Simpsons when Homer became a hippie? And he's like, let your freak flag fly, Marge. Yeah. And you look at him like, what is going on oh, so here, He man? wasn't wearing shoes, right? Like, nah, he yeah. wasn't wearing shoes. He took his shirt off. He painted himself. Yeah, he was dressed like, he was dressed like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do whatever you want. That's what that... That's what it is. Yeah, there's there's even like people in Seattle. These part of these 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 groups. Yeah. they won't even allow you to drive your car through a certain area. They're because like, <laughs> it, it doesn't because they, they're triggered. And they, it doesn't go along with their beliefs. Like oh, you, on a uh, 16th the Avenue, noise. you can't like uh make this much noise. Then people are like, like fuck you, you my sensitivity. Yeah, they're like do you be on the street? No, then get the fuck out of the way. It's just bonkers, man. Yeah, like man. they are, but that comes back to my whole idea of like the the woke. Like the wokeness, because mm-hmm. I mean, everybody likes to say like the the extreme left and the extreme right and the fucking radical liberals and all these people. It's like no, there's like a group of people, and they're they're kind of like in all they're like the fat in a good piece of pork. Yeah, but the, yeah, but they're fringes. They're fringes. Yeah, they're all over. Like you'll never get them out. No, you'll never get them out. They're all in there, and they're all kind of woke, and they're about to start eating each other, and that's how they're gonna get out. Oh, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna like eat them. They're gonna eat themselves out. They're gonna eat themselves. Out of the out of the the thing, I shouldn't mm-hmm. I shouldn't compare them to fat and pork because I really like the fat and pork. No, fat no, pork they're, no, they're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna self consume each other. Exactly, because they they don't know because they don't. It's know, a much smarter way to put it. But they're not gonna they don't know who they're what they're fighting for. Exactly, and, right. who, and who their enemy is. Well, they're fighting each other now. Yeah, they're, they're like gonna, you can't be woke enough for other woke people. Yeah, and it's just like they are they're burning each other's houses down, and it's it's kind of fun to watch. Oh yeah. So I was watching that, and I'm like, even within that one meeting. Because that one girl, the poor girl, is trying to organize the whole thing, keep it calm. Mm-hmm. And then one guy says, guys. And then one uh, transgendered woman oh, fuck. yells, like, we're not all guys here. And no she kidding, freaks guys. out. I'm like, and then she talks too loud. Okay, you people. You people. Well, what do you mean, right? you people? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? And then, like, another dude yells about how they're, <laughs> like, you guys are talking too loud for my sensitivity. I'm getting triggered. Like, the whole thing is just people eating each other. And it's just, it's... Man, it's a royal rumble. I think I, I, think I would. I, I think I would just shoot a gun in the air. Oh, and they, I, I just grab a mic. I'm like, are you people all fu- all fucking crazy? You'd have to yell it, and they yeah. don't just leave. I'm like, are all you people fucking crazy? Like, there's nothing you can. Like, I can't believe I'm getting angry about this. But oh, it's like, yeah, that's just it. You, you can't. can't get mad like, yeah, there's just so many people out there who are just like, uh, who are just way too self entitled. Who think that they join a group of five that they have power. Yeah. And then when they organize, they can't even organize properly. And when they do, they just make they just make noise instead of sense. That's exactly right. So there, it's like it's a, a, it's a mixture of. A lot How are you of, raised? Jesus. How are you raised? Like I just to kind of close off in my end of it. I think there are definitely people out there who are marginalized, hundred percent. There's definitely things that need to be looked at. But then you get this like fringe noise, like these groups full of people who aren't they're and not they're not they're not like coherent. Mm-hmm. A lot of mental illness, a lot of entitlement, and I think a lot of like bullshittery too. Like people who are in there, like flat earthers. Yeah. Like how flat earthers kind of started as a joke, and then they picked up steam. They start getting a little bit of cash. That, yeah, that, that's like it's it, a lot of bullshittery too. Yeah, but the, I, mean, I think yeah, those people are they 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 when they because they they have a free they have a free platform and a mm-hmm. mega platform to like uh you know um poison the internet with their stupid ideals. Yes. Right? So they can go on they can go on Facebook, they can go on YouTube, they can do whatever they want, right? But the thing is, but in realistic terms, those people are the only power they have is the power to vote. That's it. That's it. So like they they can they can punch themselves out they can scream as much as they want they can irritate people and stuff like that but you know like you're not gonna remember these people you know are you gonna remember this conver- the co- this this conversation about them in two days this one yeah yeah maybe because I'm 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 kind of 
watch a lot of those. Yeah, because yeah, because that's when I when I saw that video, I was like, you know what, this is one of many that I've ignored. Oh yeah, and I think and I watched one of them, and I'm like, this is they are one of many fringes that are just going to disappear. It, it, the, you're right, they yeah. will disappear, mm-hmm. but it's kind of become my Springer. Like it's kind of become my Jerry Springer. I'm watching a lot of that's these things. That's fair enough. Yeah, they, they, they provide entertainment for you. Then that's again, fine. I'm, I'm all. I think that's what I've started doing. I've started looking at it more and more. Because it, yeah, it's a social exercise. Entertainment, yeah. right? Um, it's material. Yeah. You look at it and you're like, this is, look at these freaks. Mm-hmm. The same way, like, again, not to, not to shit on, a, on my own end, it's the same way I watch Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Same reason I watch wrestling. It's a spectacle. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more inclined to watch this stuff and laugh my ass off than give a shit about the impeachment process. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm so fascinated by it. Yeah. I, and it's just... It's fun to watch self destruction. It it definitely is. Yeah, uh, I like watching a crack house burn. Yeah, like I, I just find that um, I just can't take when I watch those people when they're like they're they're advocating their right to be uh, you know ir- irritated and pissed off and triggered, yes. and but then when they're I think when I see them like ruining day to day life for people, mm-hmm. like a guy, let's say a guy's just trying to get to the just try to get to work and they're like no you can't drive through here like you can't do this right yeah that that's messed up yeah and th- that's those th- those are those people and so as soon as i see that more and more i'm just like oh my god are like how many people out there are like this right and then when i did my re- i'm like you know what these are fringe groups that are just like um they they're on the same numbers as the KKK and you're like you know what these people are fucking nobodies yeah really like, realistically like, yeah, so there's like, not many of them there's not they're, they're they, just noisy yeah they're just noisy so when like, you know like uh when you're noisy people are going to hear it right but th- your content makes no sense, so no one's gonna take you seriously. Exactly. Who the f- like 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 who joins a group like that? Like fucking just like a, the other day, I was in the Sobeys parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I saw a brown guy in a Honda Prelude parked uh. through three parking stalls. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> sitting with his arm out the window, and he starts his car up, and it's it's loud. I'm like, there's only one of them. Was he playing Punjabi music? No, no, he wasn't. Shit, that would have been the complete package. It would have been the complete package, but it's the same thing. Sing along it's, with it and bobbing his head. <laughs> bobbing his head. Okay. It's it's one dude. Who is a clown mm-hmm. cranking up a crappy car? Yeah, with the the, the little friggin' tweeter in the back just pumping out all the noise. You hear the distortion. Distortion. So it's like it's one dude. He's gonna be gone in two minutes, and we're gonna forget about him entirely. Well, yeah, he's. It's the same thing. Yeah, he's he's, he's probably like. It's one loud thing that's gonna be gone in a little while. Yeah, he's got a. But it it provides you with a little bit of entertainment. Oh yeah, like those people. I just uh, I. I for first of all like what I remember like like years ago and mm-hmm. I saw those people right I would give them a dirty look because I'm like you guys are fucking dorks right the prelude guys yeah like, like those oh, those kind of people like, right the fringe groups yeah but those but those even those fringe groups like even like those like the, that, take that Indian guy for example right mm-hmm. who's just doing that I used to give him like a dirty look but now I'm just like <laughs> he's just hey man go rock, rock go go rock it out man he's not hurting anybody yeah he thinks he's amazing yeah I mean he is he's cooler than Spider Man hey man if it if it uh, if it boosts his ego and he gets a uh, you know, get some. Gets that wants. tail. Hey, man! If he's not, as long as he's not hurting anybody, that's totally cool. Eating his chicken sandwich. Yeah. Good or for him. Or having Ruti and Dahl in his uh, prelude. Probably he's got like the and the, and, the and, lunch. And, yeah, and, lunch tray and the tiffin. Like, <laughs> but, and, and his his Ruti is packed in those uh, tin foil. Yeah, of course. Uh, tin foil, Dropped yeah. in tin foil, little yeah. metal box. I'm like, what? Are you going? Are you going on a road trip? Or <laughs> <laughs> you going on a road trip? Did your your wife pack one of those? Yeah. Did a guy bring it to you? I got at to the be, office. Yeah, he's like, "What are you eating?" He's like, "That's on my lunch." <laughs> oh, if you don't know what you're talking about, you're probably not Indian. Yeah. Okay. At backside attack. At big save. We well, hit. We hit so much stuff. One more point. Let's hit it. Oh, Rush Limbaugh got the Medal of Freedom. How about that one? <laughs> How about that a point to end on? The in Black History Month. In okay. Black, a guy who called Barack Obama a magical Negro. Yeah. Wrote a song about it. During Black History Month, got the Medal of Freedom. That's okay. 
<laughs> it's just so weird. That's that's careful. Like, bless your luck. Your thing is that uh, I think he was it was given to him because he has like okay, and I I'm it's I the old bad. white man vote. Yeah, it's the old white man vote. Plus, I like I don't I I feel like I know he has he has cancer. Yeah. So you know you don't you don't want that to happen to anybody. No 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 absolutely yeah, so, not. You so, don't wish that on Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. So like I'm not saying that's because he got it, mm -hmm. but it's like uh, if you you can't take it out you can't take it out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Okay, so, but I think that uh, the fact that he got it is like the it. it I think it devalues it compl completely. <laughs> it devalues. No, I don't think it devalues it. I think what it does it shows you what happens not, not, when not, you get not, like, not, a not, not, not going like not really going forward, but yeah. in this instance, it was like kind of dragged through the mud, and it was like, yeah. okay, here, just take this. Here, take the medal that they gave to Rosa Parks. Yeah. Yeah, get get that man. What the fuck has that guy done for the country? Uh, well, I mean, it's, has he bled for it? <laughs> it's given to people who who kind of uh, who kind of bleed for the country, either emotionally or through their own freedom. Exactly. So, like, like it, that's who gets it. That's who gets it. Exactly. Yeah, this so, is the guy who called Barack Obama a magical. Yeah. Leader. So yeah. So what? Someone tell me what the fuck did he get it for? Um, well, if you look at definitively why they give it to people mm -hmm. they're, they're because you advance the progress of your country exactly that you you contribute to the growth and the well-being and the interests of your country primarily the interests of your country I so think. He, so uh he spouts racism on a regular basis so yeah he got it for pushing the for pushing the base exactly and then if you think about why he got it i think it's it's probably twofold i think number one it's threefold, probably. Number one, Trump knows he's not getting; he's going to be acquitted. He knows he's not getting like oh, a, yeah. kicked out of office. So yeah. he's he's got big balls right now. Oh yeah. Number two, Rush Limbaugh has got cancer, mm -hmm. so he's got to get do him a solid. Yeah. Because Rush Limbaugh pushed his base. Oh yeah. And number three, old decrepit human beings in America who voted for Trump love Rush Limbaugh. Oh yeah. And if you give him the Medal of Freedom. They're gonna love you enough to oh, keep yeah, that Trump, vote up. Trump's, Trump's this like, is all gaming the system. Oh yeah, Trump is Trump is on an all, all time high right now. Oh yeah, like he's gonna win in twenty twenty. He's like uh, he's a Teflon Don. Yeah, he's Teflon Don. Iowa was a total fucking disaster for the Democrats. He oh it was, it was so weird. It was so bad. So weird that, that that voting app or whatever it was that it totally crashed. And so yeah, it's it's the the yeah. twenty twenty race is gonna be like this is, is the most gong show I think it's been. In our lifetime. Oh, yeah. Like, 2020 is going to look like... It's going to make 2016 look like a fucking walk in the park. This is idiocracy. Mm -hmm. We're about to watch Terry Crews put on a championship belt and hold two machine guns while eagles sit on his shoulders. Yeah. He rides a unicorn. Exactly. And does cocaine. Yeah. While he's playing Crackdown 3. While he's playing Crackdown 3. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine the music has been playing for a while now. Well. And uh, this is our first episode back on YouTube. So, you're probably watching us. And, uh, you know, this is another place to watch us. Two handsome here, dudes. Or listen to us. Two, well, you know, <laughs> I'm a troll. But, um, <laughs> what does that mean? I'm a cage troll. I'm short, I'm wide, I'm bald. I, I, I wield a club real well. Um, <laughs> I wield a club very well. That's a great, I, I've swung a that's club a great line. <laughs> I wield a club quite well. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have had an issue with Apple. So we're currently not on Apple, but we are on Stitcher. Mm -hmm. We are on Google Play. Yeah. Um, we're on, YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, we're about to be back on proper with iHeartRadio. That was connected to our Apple. Mm -hmm. And we didn't do that. 
So we just showed up on there, but so we're are, anywhere podcasting. So are we? Are we not on Apple just going forward? Uh, no, we'll be back on Apple. I've got. I've got to. I've got to do the whole thing around the phone with them, and okay. you got to do your authentication bullshit. All that kind oh, of crap. okay, all right. Um, so I've got to do a lot of that kind of stuff. Is it just so, a security issue that we that? No, I canceled an account that I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get like uh, taken care of with them. Oh, okay. So yeah. because I canceled that one, that was our our podcast account. So yeah. worst comes to worst, I'm just gonna move us to another location. Yeah. And send us send them our feed again. Okay. So we'll be back sooner sooner than later. Okay. But um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Hit them up. Podcast.com. Yep. Um, CastBox. Mm-hmm. If you just Google search our name, you're going to find us. Oh, yeah. So you should do that. Yeah. I think and coming this summer, like uh, if you're going on a road trip, put our, put our podcast on. Why not, man? Yeah. Why not? We'll keep you company. We'll keep you company. Yeah. Uh, remember to smash that like button. Yeah. Smash it. <laughs> smash All it. All that social networking jazz. Smash it like you smash your yeah. girlfriend. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah, I was about to be like, that's very anti Vixabe. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Whatever, new me. <laughs> new year, new me, homie. 2020. 2020. <laughs> uh, you want to say your thing? Uh, peace out. Cool.